0: The Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others.
1: Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network.
2: Hello and welcome to August, and the first Disney Parks and Beyond of the Month. I am Nick, and I'm joined on this episode by Mr. D. Happy August, yeah. Wow. Well, what did uh, July go? I know. These these uh, these months are flying by, which uh, I'm in a way I'm quite grateful for, because let's be honest, the, the summer's been very, very hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. Very here, miss. Uh, we are also joined by P Dubs. Welcome. Welcome. Here. You
0: are?
2: Yeah. You are. Uh, and we have a special guest on this episode as well. Uh, we are joined by Steve. Good evening. Good evening, Steve. Thank you for having Good me on. Steve. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, you know. I know I know you are you know we've done we've done bits of you before with the the Patreon and the the quizzes and stuff but just because uh we've done stuff like that doesn't mean uh people necessarily want to be on a on an episode of the show so you know we're very (laughs) grateful that you've agreed to do it no problem problem. hope it doesn't put you off (laughs) hopefully not no this is you're you're gonna see how the sausage gets made tonight. that's that's the uh that's the thing um so, yes, we we have got Steve on to talk about something specific, but we will get onto that a bit later on. Uh, we do start the show as uh, we should always do, of course, which is finding out what everybody is drinking. So um, I'll start in the way to introduce people, I think. Uh, Mr. D, what are you drinking?
3: Right. Um, I've been waiting to pop up my can of lemonade. I have a little whiskey lemonade, a little shivers. Here we are. But Shiversly. I've also, yep, yeah, I've had that bottle for a while. I'm just slowly working my way through it. But fair enough. Not a big whiskey drinker, but I like the odd one. Um, but I've also put in my mobile order for a biscuit tea later in the show. So um, <laughs> my server should be delivering that to my table.
2: If, so, so mobile ordering has made its way through the Dolan household, has it?
3: Uh, well, yeah. What's that, my wife? That's what. That's what constitutes <laughs> mobile ordering in this house. <laughs>
2: to, to be fair, I'm going to use one of my
3: snack credits.
2: <laughs> to, to be fair, um, because my wife has to uh, put our children to bed, um, she will often, if it's not a pod, you know obviously podcast night, she t- takes the kids to bed and then she stays upstairs. She's not coming down again. But any other night of the week, I will get a text when. Um, number one son is starting to fall asleep to put the kettle on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't really associate it with the mobile ordering system. But of course, that is essentially what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Ah, what a smart cookie. Um, P-Dubs, what are you drinking?
0: I have got an Americano.
2: At this time of night, what are you, Ryan? Yeah.
0: Nah, do you know what? I've, I'm have back in the office on podcast, podcast recording days. Oh. um and because i've had to change my hours i'm at work between half past six and quarter to seven in the morning um so h- h-
2: hang on hang on your your work between half past six and quarter to seven
0: yeah in the morning so i am absolutely knackered
2: <laughs> ch- so I'm- coffee time but that's 15 minutes
0: between no, not I'm not in the office for fifteen minutes. I get there between half past six.
2: Oh right, I was going to say. I was just like, this is ludicrous. <laughs> what kind, what nah. kind of company are you working for? Mm-hmm. This is madness. Fifteen minute work, guys. I'll have that no. for a dollar. Okay. No, and yeah. then I work for a train driver there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's why Craig that can time. never get
0: Craig can never get it because he's he's in that train for about fifteen minutes.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, Just
2: he's in, he's in it for 15 minutes, but it's 45 minutes late. I mean, what's that all about? <laughs> Wouldn't have happened under the that <laughs> Well, do we? Yeah, no, I suppose we do. Um, well, no, fair enough. I, I I, get it. I get it. Um, I might have to pop a Red Bull later on, actually. That's a good point, because um, I've got a little bit addicted to the Olympics. And especially like, last week, I was home alone. So it's very easy for me to decide when I was going to go to bed and going to bed meaning laying in bed with the telly on, watching the Olympics. And yeah, I had some very late nights last week. And Saturday, actually, because I stayed up and watched the BMX uh, final as well because I found that fascinating. So I think I got to bed about four o'clock that morning. That, that wasn't good. Anyway, enough about that nonsense. Uh, Steve, what are you drinking? I have
1: got a can of Schaeferhoffer.
2: Oh, nice. good man.
1: Favourite drink from Epcot. And yep. yeah. I'm in bulk on Amazon now. So there's 24
2: cans in the garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Of course, uh, other um, e-commerce website sellers <laughs> are available. However, I don't think any of them are selling it in the quantity or the size of cans that you are getting no. from Amazon. So... Uh, mm-hmm yeah yep. if you want that you're gonna to have to go to the uh, the dark side I, I say that like i'm some kind of moral crusader i buy far too much stuff of amazon i just hate myself <laughs> for doing it really resent yeah. myself for doing it but yeah, yeah. um i've just got at the moment some cherry pepsi mats but as i said i might have to go and grab myself another red bull zero because um i could flag i might need everyone else to carry me over the line um And speaking of which, we have this show set up in in two sections. We have what's going on in the parks and what's going on outside of the parks. So let's start this show off with a look at what's going on in the Disney parks. This episode is sponsored by Quicksilver Tours. Look, we all know travelling is the worst part of any vacation, let alone when hitting Orlando. And what do you do when you get to the airport? Magical Express is about to disappear Free transportation as part of a package deal can be hit or miss, and no one wants to queue up for a long time to get a car hire, and that is where Quicksilver come in. They have a free stop for groceries for airport round trips, a complimentary meet and greet service as well as luggage assistance, and after a nine hour flight, who couldn't want some help with their luggage? And look, podcasts are always promoting things, right? But how many can vouch for the product or service? Well, we can because Craig has used Quicksilver on previous trips and will be using them again for his next. And he went with 17 people. So whilst we know there are other good companies out there, we personally know how good Quicksilver are and we are delighted to welcome them as sponsors. And you know what? We can even sweeten the deal. If you contact Quicksilver Tours for a reservation and mention this podcast, they will even give you a special discount of $5 off for airport round trips that's off their already reasonable prices so you've tried the rest and now try the ones who in our opinion are the best by visiting quicksilvertransportation.com today don't wait if you have an upcoming trip booked today now mr d you said to me prior to the start of this show that you mm-hmm. thought there's a lot to talk about
3: i don't think there's a there's a fair bit to talk about i mean there's there's lots of little bits and pieces, but there's a there's a couple of bigger things, I think. Um, but some of the little things that I picked up, obviously, from a COVID point of view, things have kind of taken a turn for the worse. Mm. So masks are back on again indoors mm. and when eating and drinking and in line, even, with, even if the line is outside. So that's Disney... Disney World and Disneyland and that kicked in from the 30th of July. Mm. Um in addition um cast members must be vaccinated so that's kind of interesting that's an interesting move.
2: Uh, y- yeah. Um so look let us let, break this down. So let's let's look at the first point so the, the mask mandate is is back. Um mm-hmm. now I've not really followed the the west coast situation too much but we've seen the numbers in Orlando have been really spiking high like as in like breaking records high hasn't it some days with new cases so it's not too much of a surprise but what I do find a little bit interesting with this is you know it was only what two three months ago that they started removing all the things that they they'd inserted, so like all the the screens had gone. Mm, yeah, stuff. If that even. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and now and now the master are back. Um, which makes me think, and I think we said it at the time, but I think they were just too quick to to ease out of the restrictions.
3: Yeah, and then I think also you know. In some of the states, particularly some of the southern states, it seems like the vaccination rates aren't as high as you would expect. You know, this far on, because as far as I'm aware, the vaccine is available. It's more seems to be more about people's choices.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it does it does seem to vary by state about the age that they're they're vaccinating. Um, yeah. I know some states, or I I saw some people say, uh, I didn't know what state they were in. I mean, uh, physically, not mentally. (laughs) But they were saying that they were um, under 30 and were still not being offered uh, the first jab. So I think a a little bit like it was in the UK, wasn't it? You know, it, it seemed to vary where you were in the country as to when you were being offered the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's just how quick they're kind of getting through it Um, I did see a a story today that said that um, last week was the biggest um, vaccine drive in about four Florida counties Mm. um, in the last few months they've seen a huge increase in in people um, going to get their first vaccine and you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's because the case numbers have gone up. Maybe yeah. it's made people a little, a little bit more um, cautious, shall we say, about the, the situation mm-hmm. um, again. Um, yeah. I mean, they're still not linking anything to Disney, are they? That's the, that's the, that's the big thing. I think if that, no. if that happened, that would be a, a big PR disaster. Um, and that's, yeah,
3: yeah. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think I think it's almost, you know, in any public place you could you could pick it up in any public place. It's kind of focusing on the wrong thing. So even if even if they did link it to Disney, it's it's kind of focusing on the wrong thing because Disney's just a public place, the same as a sport, an event, a concert, a movie theater. Why is it any different? You know. So to believe that people haven't picked it up in Disney is ridiculous, right? It's just that yeah. nobody's been able to prove that you would pick it up in Disney. But how would you be able to do that anyway? You know, well, given the gestation time and all of that, or the incubation time, yeah, you'd never be able to pin it down to a particular place.
2: Well, we've done it over here, haven't we? We've, we've. Um, there was a bit of a spike after the um, the England games. At Wembley, which was the first big mass proper public event,
3: um, yeah. But I mean, that's to me, that's probably more equivalent to saying there's a spike in relaxing the restrictions. Yeah. What 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 we're talking about here is saying there's a spike because these people met in this pub. Well, no, I don't think you can pin it down that that closely, you know. Yeah. So if somebody comes back from Walt Disney World and has got COVID, did they get it in Walt Disney World? Did they get it on the airplane? Did they get it in the airport? How, how are you going to say it was from Walt Disney World?
2: Oh, they yeah. probably picked it up from, you know, the, the, the dirty cafe they stopped at on the way, you know. Yeah. Or, or Denny's. Sorry, Denny's. You weren't going to sponsor us anyway. It's fine. I'll suck you off.
3: Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> even if they did, so what, you know? It's it's not really the issue to focus on. The issue no. is what what we're we going to do about it. So, mm. you know, what protection should be put in place, and how quickly can how quickly can people get vaccinated, and you know, the policies that Disney put in place and things like
2: that. But it's not. It's I mean,
3: interesting that, that they're saying employees must be vaccinated.
2: Yeah, so we'll come to that in just in just a second because mm-hmm. I mean, you have a problem with this, and I I had my own issue to deal with um, today actually. Um, so, you know, you can, you know, I'm double vaccinated. In fact, are we all double vaccinated on, on here? Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm double vexed. Um, you know, my, my wife, um, was away last week with my kids and my mother-in-law. They came back Saturday. My mother-in-law had a bit of a cold. Um, immediately I'm thinking, well, is it? Cause we know that the, the new, uh, delta variant the johnson variant is um you know some of the symptoms are more cold like than uh you know the original covid symptoms she she's tested herself um the last few days you know negative every time um so it's not that but my brother's going on holiday um I'm a, my brother funnily enough is going to the states because um he's got uh, american family his wife's american um so they so they are going. Um, over to the States and I was supposed to see him tomorrow because I've not seen him well I've not seen my brother or his family really since last July um, in person and um, so we you know we, we've been putting it off and put it off and, and uh, finally arranged to, to see him tomorrow and then last night I just said it, you know in my head even though my mother-in-law's tested negative numerous times what if I've got it or What if I've got it somewhere else? I've been going to the cinema. Uh, I've been going to supermarkets. I'm still wearing my masks when I go into these places um, because that's my choice too. But a lot of people aren't. Um, You know, more and more people aren't wearing masks anywhere now. So I'm kind of conscious of that. And I thought, if I have it, I can pass it on. And they're double vaccinated, you know. But you know, if they, if they get it, I've ruined their holiday. So, you yeah. know, they're, they're not flying. So I, I spoke to a brother last night and said, like, I'm really sorry. I am not comfortable seeing you. If you are still happy for me to, I'm not going to say I, I won't come and see you, but this is, this is my concern. And he said, you know, no, I, I get it. And, and I have to agree. He said, I'm you know, not happy about it, but you're right. You know, that that will throw everything in you know and unless unless they are staying in their house um you mm-hmm. know every day leading up to um their departure they could yeah. also get it because you know being vaccinated stops you getting you know seriously ill with it but it doesn't stop you getting it so uh, it's it's just such a it's just awful um having to think about things like that still but mm-hmm. as you said um now can you explain who they've they've um, like said has to be vaccinated? Because so, it's not so only... at the minute
3: they've said salaried, all salaried workers and right. non-union hourly paid, and they're negotiating with the unions. And and I should have said really that it isn't just Disney that are doing this. Um, you know, other other companies and even. Uh, The federal government have said that you need to get vaccinated or if you won't, if you choose not to get vaccinated, then you've got to wear masks and get tested regularly. So, um, you know, some companies have have instituted like a weekly uh, test. So, you know, Disney is not alone in doing this. Mm. Um, But it's just... it's just kind of interesting, it's an interesting direction that, you know, that they're moving in. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think there's enough evidence now to, as you say, to say that, well, in the vast majority of cases, it does protect you from getting it, and even in the relatively limited number of cases where, like, the 10% of people who still get infected, it reduces the impact of it. So...
2: I mean, you know, I don't there's, know...
3: There's, there's some good scientific data behind that, I think.
2: Yeah, I I don't know anyone that's been double vaccinated that's become seriously ill. I do know of a few people that have um, tested positive again for it, mm-hmm. but have either had extremely mild symptoms or no symptoms at all.
1: Well, Nick, my wife, got it. She was double vaccinated and she had it um, two days after the cruise um <laughs> and um yeah she was pretty bad with it not not obviously bad enough to be in hospital but she was certainly knocked out for about a week by it and, and still getting over it now to be honest
2: well and and that's that's the other problem isn't it it's mm. it is you know what they call long COVID, which yeah. is still a complete anomaly right you know when i got it in february last year it was about April before I could smell and taste things properly again. Yeah. If not a bit longer. You know, that's when it started coming back. It still wasn't quite right. I mean, people say I'm not right anyway, but you know, there's that's that's evidence of it. But there, there you go. So, you know, there is exactly what I'm talking about. Someone that was double vaccinated and still got it, except for a bit worse than yeah. um than a bad some dose, of the
1: flu. Pretty bad dose.
2: Yeah. 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 Which is yeah, which is <laughs> weirdly on the molder side of, yeah. of the simpsons scenario, really? yeah. <laughs> considering what can uh what can obviously happen yeah. um i suppose the question here with this decision is you know it comes down to you know moral and ethically, ethically you know is that the the right thing to do i mean p-dubs what what do you think do you think um I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer to this, don't why I'm not I'm not trying to trap you here no. with this. But you know, what do you think? Do you think that companies, so not just Disney, but obviously we're focused on Disney, but do you think companies should be turning around and kind of in you know enforcing this to happen? I think in
0: this case, and I know this will get a lot of people's backs up, I think they've done the right thing. They're a customer-facing company for the most part. Those cast members will be averaging probably thousands of people a day that they'll be interacting with. Um, so for me, I, I think it's the right thing to do. Um, it will protect not just the visitors, it will protect their fellow cast members and themselves. Um, so I think in, in this case, it is the right thing to do.
2: I almost feel... See, I, I, I kind of agree with you um i i think it's probably the right thing to do i think the, the problem comes down to and obviously this is why uh it, it's uh, non-union non uh people at the moment because they've got to sort all of those those kinks out of it um i kind of feel that maybe what they should be doing is turning around and saying you know we need everyone vaccinated and if you're not you know unless you've you know, unless you've got um, a medical reason to not um be exempt from from getting the vaccine um but if you decide that you still don't want to, um, that they offer them some kind of furlough or something. Um, I, I don't think, and I mean, I, I, I've not seen any talk of this. I've not seen them say that if you don't get vaccinated, you'll, you'll lose your job or anything. That could be on the table. I don't know. Um, but I kind of feel that if they are going to mandate it in that way, there should be an option too. Um, for those for those people if they are so um against having it done um and i and i you know obviously from our point of you know from the uk side of things and how you know we've seen people react to it in this country and stuff like that um you know there are some some people that react badly to to the vaccine you know we're not saying it's it's completely perfect but then no vaccine is, you know, there's, there are side effects (laughs) that people have with things like the flu jab and everything like that. Um, but it's been around, I think long enough now and and so many people have had it that the arguments against it don't seem to be as strong as they were initially, you know, I, you know, when it, when they first announced it, I was very dubious about taking it myself um, until I kind of, you know, did my research in it a bit more. You know, how have they created this so quickly? Um, you know, what are the the kind of dangers with it and, and all of that? You know, I did a lot of research on it. And, you know, I was then happy once I'd done that, you know, I felt confident enough that this was the the right thing for, for me to do. And I don't regret taking it at all. Um so I think, you know, if this was the conversation six months ago, I could kind of see why people would be a bit more um rolled up about it but i think now I, I think it's it's proved that you know it is a reasonably safe uh vaccine so i i, I you know i kind of think that that as you say you know you're, you're facing the public the idea is to try and stop that spread as much as possible so yeah i i understand why they're doing it i think mm. yeah but it's it's interesting i said so i i do understand why It has upset people. Um, I mean, look, some of the people that I have seen it upset are absolute um, tinfoil hat-wearing idiots anyway. Um, So those people won't really be lost. Like um, one person in particular, who I've known for a while now, um, said he was, you know, because of this, he was closing down his Disney Twitter account. I'm not supporting them anymore. You know, I'm closing this account down. He then... 12 hours later created a brand new disney instagram account instead to to be fair you know he did close down the twitter account he had but he soon replaced that with an instagram account as well to cover the same stuff he was doing before so i don't actually understand what the purpose of his process was but but there you go um so yeah i've not really seen uh, many people reacting negatively to it that weren't already a bit um nuts do you know, what I mean <laughs> most of the people that have been against it have been a bit crazy. Crazy, anyway. But uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. But I, I don't see any other way out of this situation. You know, mm-hmm. as we speak now, we still cannot travel um, to the theme parks, either here or you know, even Disneyland Paris. You know, it's still it's still really awkward to jump through all those kind of hoops. Um, at, at some point, we're going to have to try and and get these things back to normal Mm. and I I don't see what other way you know we can't eradicate it so what can we do to to get around it and I think making sure that everyone is protected against it is surely the the best option
3: yeah and you know the vaccine isn't a perfect solution but it's the best we've got right and it's it's the only thing that will get us or that has been getting us some way back towards you know, normal pre-COVID life. Um I think to some extent, you know, you can't force people to take a vaccine, but they've got to take responsibility for that choice of not taking the vaccine. You right? know, if they don't want to take it, that's fine. But there's got to be some some consequences to that, I think. That you know, they're putting they're putting that choice against everybody else really and and everybody else's life getting back to normal and it's been such a huge impact to everybody in the it's just, you know not just in america but globally and you know this is you know, the best we got a vaccine is the best we got
2: yeah and, and i hate this argument of um you know it's, it's kind of selfish one where you know well if you want to protect yourself you protect yourself you go and get a vaccine but i don't need to and that way you're going to be protected and i won't be because that's not how it works. No, it's that's not. that's the problem. <laughs> you yeah. can still, you know, there's still a ten percent chance of a fully vaccinated person getting it. And I if they've got, called it from someone who's got who's not been vaccinated at all, so they've got a very um, aggressive uh, strain of it, it's more likely that they're going to get more sick. So yeah. that argument just doesn't hold any weight, does it? No, I don't think so. <sighs> right. Yeah enough about that enough about that uh, P-Dubs did you have um, anything you wanted to bring to the table
0: yep so something we talked about on the, the last episode with the um, extra late hours being added to Yum. the parks um, we finally have some dates and hours um, starting Ooh. on October the 4th Epcot will be open for the extra hours from 10pm till midnight Uh mm-hmm. Same week, Wednesday, October the 6th, Magic Kingdom will be 9 till 11pm. Following week, same parks again, um, pretty much the same times. Um, They have said that these will obviously be extended, so we're not getting any um, late hours yet in Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, though their hours are being extended um, for normal guests anyway. Um, but they have said due to the fact that they have the, the parties at that point, it's not going to be as regular as you would expect to start with. We probably won't start seeing the regular hours kind of flight from Magic Kingdom um, being extended for these extra hours until the new year, I would imagine, just due to the fact that we've got the the boobash and then the the, the Christmas parties. Um, I was going to say,
2: like, when are they going to fit that in? But yeah, I think you've just answered my own question with the new yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, we, they've made a start. So we've got four dates so far for these these extra hours. Not quite touching on my trip yet, so I still don't know what, what hours I'm getting. We're um, about a week shy of my trip um, if I do get there um, before I find out what extra hours I will be getting.
2: I mean, look. Let's be honest. At this moment, you just want any hours, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I'd be quite happy if they allowed me in for like three hours. It'd be fine.
2: Um, Steve, uh, yes. you know, we, we, as as dub said, and I'm glad he remembered because I, as soon as I have recorded an episode, I've already forgotten what I've been talking about. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is linked to the um, deluxe hotels, and this, uh, you know, the, these extra hours is kind of like a, a perk of of staying. What do you make of it? Do you do you think that this is enough? You know, like two extra hours on certain dates uh, is enough. Uh, you know, for you to consider upgrading your your accommodation.
1: Um, I'm probably the wrong person to ask, us. we're DVC members, and I think DVC members their their to classes deluxe, so we will get them anywhere.
2: Right. Um, yeah so right.
1: we will bet so it, it's a good perk for dvc members you know we'll, we'll benefit from these extra hours um being within there as well as the free parking etc so it, yeah I, I'm, I'm fairly comfortable if i wasn't a dvc member would i go deluxe possibly um i was never a huge fan of the extra magic hours previously before i was a dvc member because i always felt like the parks were too busy we on the night time and that was a night when it was actually really, really busy, really random. We t- we tend to avoid those parks on them nights and actually go the next morning when it was quieter. But mm. if it's limited to to deluxe um, guests, then it, it may well be a bit quiet, a bit more like after hours events, hopefully. So yeah, possibly, yeah. possibly something that actually I, I would consider if I wasn't a DVC member.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, if if and who knows how the thing's going to set a lot, right, but. At least for the two weeks they have announced, it looks like Monday's Epcot, and Wednesday's Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom. So you're talking about at least two nights a week. And then if they add in studios, I don't know about the Animal Kingdom because obviously the Animal Kingdom is a bit of a strange one at night.
2: Mm-hmm. But well, that's when uh, the lions sleep, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: uh, tonight. But, yeah, tonight. Yeah. But I mean, it's not, it's not a bad little pair, though, is it? Especially. Yeah. If the numbers are reduced, I mean, you've still got quite a few deluxe and DVC resorts. It's still quite a quite a few people, but obviously not all of them are going to go on any one particular night. So it's just been interesting to see what the crowd levels are. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a pair. I don't know. I don't think it would make me upgrade if I was a paying guest. I don't know that it would make me upgrade from a moderate to uh to a deluxe because it's it's quite a jump. Um yeah. but um but like Steve, I am now a DVC member. So oh, well i need to take advantage of this next year.
2: This is the most uh, amount of D V C members I think we've ever had on an episode. <laughs> yeah two, we just need Mr. Ripples on. <laughs> yeah that's true. Make it a trail. Yeah. yeah. Oh that can where, happen, where have man. you bought them, Paul?
3: Uh Polly. Bought the Polly oh. Steve
2: Excellent. Did we we talk about this? Did we talk about this on the show or did
3: we did, but actually since since it's all been finalized, we haven't we haven't talked about it. So but two weeks ago I finally got my my details, my login details and all of that. So it's now officially it's now officially there. Yeah. Come the first of September, I'll get my first points this year. Brilliant.
1: Blue card as well, or is it resale?
3: No, it's resale, yeah. Best How about ago? you?
1: Uh, well, our both, a both resale, but luckily we got mm. the first one when you had the blue card still. So we yeah. we, we nabbed that. Um, but I think for the Brits, the blue card's okay, but you don't get as many perks. You can't really plan your holiday on the blue card, to be honest. No. And the extra nights and everything. So you've gone the right yeah. way there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Mm. And, yeah. and which are your home resorts, Steve?
1: We've got Animal Kingdom. Lodge one hundred and sixty uh-huh. points, and then one hundred and fifty all key west.
3: Nice, yeah.
1: yeah. And we've done quite a few, you know. I definitely recommend just relax and going to Vero Beach for a few days before your holiday and things, or afterwards.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Vero so nice.
1: Yeah,
2: very good. And of course, we do now have a DVC show on this network, which Mr. actually featured on as well yeah. in one of the early yeah. episodes uh so you can search for a brits guy to dvc uh yeah. listen to kevin i mean bless him kevin has been listening to his show since day one i think he, he must have stopped listening about four years ago because he still calls it the wrong title but hey ho doesn't matter <laughs> it's all good we're all part of the family um yeah. but yeah of course when you recorded that episode you were still uh you were still on tenderhooks so That's that right. has now uh, been resolved yeah. so uh yeah great great mm-hmm. news on on that and uh it's only a matter of time before Craig joins you, isn't it? Really, he keeps saying so, telling me he won't. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, keeps, he, will, yeah. he will. He will. He's, he should have done. Yeah, do. time ago.
0: Yeah, exactly. He, he spends so much going over there that it just yeah. doesn't make sense that he isn't. Yeah,
3: yeah. After a couple of years yeah, of it owning
1: it, a couple of years of owning it, you look back and you think, why didn't we do this sooner? It saves yeah. an absolute fortune in the long run.
3: Yeah, because we we nearly bought Animal Kingdom, Steve, when it when it yeah. was new, when it was yeah. launched, It came really close and didn't. I wish we had now huh?
1: Yeah, we, we just fell in love with Animal Kingdom Lodge first time we went, and we popped into one of the DVC places, I think on the boardwalk, and that sold it to us, and we jumped in, and yeah. we got it quite a few years ago when the dollar was, you know, high compared to the pound and everything, so we, we got a real good deal. So and it's, mm-hmm. we've saved. We've saved thousands probably because we go every year or twice a year. So
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's Great. it. I think if you're if you're um, regular like that, then yeah. it makes absolute sense. I mean, Craig goes a lot, but you know what, two three years between trips. It's just that when he goes, yeah. he has a it's a big blowout. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I can yeah. definitely see the benefits. Obviously, no good for someone like me uh, or p but but yeah. definitely me. Burnley
0: uh currently it is i've looked so many times it's weird because the first time i got collared about it was actually california adventure of all places
1: mm-hmm.
0: they stopped us and asked us if we wanted to know anything about it and at the time i knew absolutely nothing about disney at all and we were like oh that's quite interesting but that's a lot of money, uh, and yeah. kind of walked away. And then, obviously, over the years, I've learned more about it. And it, it is tempting. I've said previously. I think if I was going to be tempted anywhere, it will be this new block at Disneyland that they're yeah. building.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That'd be a good one. Um, Steve, I'm just yes. gonna I'm just gonna ask you the question. Um, you know, was there was there any Disney news that you noticed that you wanted to uh, to bring up? You've dropped it on me. I suppose
1: there's been, I think, fireworks and um, the shows back at Hollywood Studios for the first time in over a year. They got started. Mm. We're starting. Um, so I guess most of the parks are back to the evening shows again now, which is a great thing. So fingers crossed in September, if we get there, we can get to see these. Well, this is, this is, this
2: is the problem though, isn't it? You know, because the thing is, of course, it's great that they're back. Yeah they've also just brought the mask back. So yeah. it's like, well, so what's going on? I mean, I've been watching in dismay because I, uh, I'm 38 years old and I still watch wrestling. There's my confession for tonight. <laughs> and yeah. um, you know, the, the, the wrestling that I watch, which is not the, the one that the pandas don't like, it's the other one. Um, they have just started going back out, out on the road. And uh, I think, I think they've done two or three shows now in front of, in front of crowds. And they are back to to packed arenas. You know, there is yeah. no social distance in there. Very few masks, and I've just kind of been watching in a in a bit of horror, <laughs> if I'm honest, because cool. I think I'm still so co- kind of cautious with what we what we're experiencing now. And um, I just I just feel America is they're obviously doing really well with the vaccination program while well, they were, but the cases aren't aren't going down as they should be, and I'm just a little bit still. On edge about mm. what they're doing out there, um mm. but hopefully, you know, this is just a blip, and you know this this new rule on the masks is going to be temporary. And yeah, that's it. And uh yeah, I suppose from your point of view, Steve, like yeah. like peed dubs you're just waiting to find out what the hell is going on because yeah, we're yeah, just I waiting for an announcement, aren't we? Really,
1: six weeks away, we meant to be gone. Mm. We we just don't know. And I think the problem is. Um, which Paul will find out. Um when, when you book a package holiday, oh, great if you cancel it, but when you've booked a, you know your timeshare point, your DVC points and your flights and everything else, it's it's a real mess to sort out afterwards. Um yeah, I started last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, we just need to know are we going or are we not going? And if we're not going, then I can get on with trying to rearrange it for next year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, we've just started planning our first trip, but yeah, we're not gonna go until late October next year so we're going to try and catch Halloween and Christmas next year and P-Dabs I may need to talk to you because we're we're going to try and go, I think it's the 25th of October I think we're, we're hoping to fly out catch right. Halloween Horror Nights Mickey's Not So Scary but then also catch the uh, Wine and Dine Half Marathon or at least at least the 10k we yeah. have marathon and then um the christmas party if if everything is back to normal and the dates are somewhat similar to what they have been in the past so we've got a bit of time fortunately for things to get back to normal but uh i know what you mean steve once you've yeah. once you've booked the points you know, you've, you've yeah. got a limited life on those points you know yeah.
1: I mean, they've been, they've been pretty good. I mean, we, mm. we cancelled um, last year and they rolled the points yeah. back another year, which they didn't have to do. Um,
3: yeah.
1: But the points have, have, have backed up now. So we're, right. we're be going in September, um, then going in um, November late November again this year, and then May next year, just to use our points, yeah. or we'll end up losing them. Yeah. Um, and if this gets cancelled, we don't know. We hope we're going to roll them forward again. They've said they yeah. potentially will, but if not, then we'll have to look at Renting them
2: out to to an American or something just to yeah least get some yeah. get some money back on it yeah of course uh, P Dubs can yeah. I can I say right now on this episode that next month next the next show not next month the next show we will do a kind of run Disney yeah special yeah Ooh, excellent so that's yeah. what we'll do and and then we will be Good. able to uh, get get that answered for you Mister D. Yeah, and, uh, explain how P Dubs does it because I've only done the post, so, good. One, so I, you know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be much help here. But uh,
0: I'm kind of teetering on the edge about thinking about doing another one as well. So it's mm. uh, quite good.
2: Oh, uh, you crazy mofo! Well, that's, that's yeah. next episode then. At least, at least we've already. this okay. is, Look at this planning ahead. Mm. Wow. So unlike me, what what is going on? What is mm. going on? Um, Mister D, anything else from you? Uh, yeah,
3: so the the big one that, well the big one, the one that that's I thought that's Blackpool, isn't it? I'd quite yeah, yeah. I, you know was was subject for quite a bit of discussion. I thought was obviously they've announced so left it this. to last. <laughs> yeah, left the best to last. I'm actually amazed that somebody didn't jump in. Usually that's what happens. I start yeah. with the trivial stuff and build up to the big stuff, but somebody <laughs> else usually jumps in. But yeah, it's the it's the Star Cruiser. It's the it's the um, the new hotel that's that's going to open up in the studio. So, did you guys see the video that Walt Disney World put up with the four Imagineers talking about the Star Cruiser Hotel and what that's going to be like?
0: It, it's popped up a couple of times, but I've not watched it.
2: Yeah, I I have actually not seen it. I've not even had it pop mm-hmm. pop up in, into uh, my nose, which is uh unusual because normally I i get bombarded with this stuff. Um instead right. all all I've had thrown in my face, especially today is trailers for Venom 2, which I'm not really interested in seeing. <laughs> yeah um, yeah <laughs> over I've and over again, thoughts. strangely. Yeah. Um, but I have I've heard people uh discussing it, um including mm-hmm. of course the lovely Sinead. Um yeah. and they're not quite as lovely Kate and I only have to say that because you know Kate doesn't <laughs> host on here as well, but you know. Still mm. like Kate, uh, but over on Mickey Waffles. So I heard them uh, discussing uh, this. Yeah. Deal. I don't think they discussed the video, but they were discussing, uh, you know, what had been announced at least anyway. So Yeah,
3: yeah. So they had, I mean, they announced that it's going to open spring 2022, which yeah. isn't that far away, really. Well, no, it's um, nice.
2: we're not. We're under a year away. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone
3: up they quite bit. Yeah. yeah. They still haven't announced pricing, though, which is interesting. <laughs> So presumably that's going to happen fairly soon if people are going to plan ahead and book, because you know this is going to book up super fast.
2: I, right? I'll be honest though, I don't, because look, as much as we like to think the the world revolves around us, mm-hmm. they're not that bothered about us. They are, they are bov- more bothered about the domestic audience. Oh
3: yeah, sure. So they oh yeah, won't absolutely. be, I don't
2: think... But- don't think there'll be a long window for this i i I don't think booking will go on sale until near the end of the year if if i'm honest i could be wrong but
3: possibly possibly but um as as previously kind of communicated i think it's going to be a two-night experience so a two-night cruise on the halcyon which is a star cruiser but it was kind of interesting so disney uh Disney have put out this video where you've got four of the Imagineers who have worked on this project um, and it's like a round table discussion and they're talking about the project and they let, you know, they they, they talk about it in more detail than I've heard. It, it's, it's very Disney constructed, okay? So I'll warn you about that. It's all very positive of everybody's very kind of clean cut. it's obviously fairly scripted um it's about 30 minutes long um but but quite interesting um if if you heard the phrase a galaxy far far away once you must have heard it 20 times right that seems to be the the famous phrase you are in a galaxy far far away uh but it does sound quite interesting there's a there's going to be a terminal um and from the terminal you kind of check in at the terminal as you would for a cruise we're hopefully going to hear more about an earth-based cruise from steve shortly uh you get on some kind of shuttle which which then takes you to the star cruiser up to the star cruiser um and then it said the first thing that you experience then is you have like a muster drill as you would on a on a cruise ship and they kind of lay up the, the kind of schedule for the two days and two nights. It's a luxury Star Cruiser. So it's got bars, restaurants, entertainment, etc. They have designed the food specific to the Star Wars universe. So, and, the, and you did see some some photographs of some of the food interestingly blue shrimp makes an appearance I don't know what it is about blue blue milk blue shrimp I don't get it really didn't look that appetizing but some of the food looked nice but that, that looked a bit weird um, there's going to be uh, entertainment we talked about world-class entertainers on board but they're going to be in the Star Wars kind of theme um, There's going to be some kind of entertainment with dinner. Uh, They talked about music. So, is it going to be some kind of like the Cantina band, some kind of alien music?
2: Um, I'm I'm worried. uh, I'm worried with that announcement that it's going to be like a Chuck E. Cheese style uh, (laughs) Cy Rutals, you know, like audio animatronic band.
3: Yeah. Yeah. About like a sunny eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounded like it was going to be live entertainment uh, but but who knows um, it, but it's interesting they, they put a lot of emphasis on uh, you know the there's, there's story and how everything is kind of built into a story and there's different layers of the story and layers. you can basically
2: hmm? layers sorry
3: layers yeah <laughs> so you know you can yeah like like an onion so no I mean you can, like a princess yeah yeah although oh no, no that layer oh, okay <laughs> I was thinking of Shrek like the layers of the onion um but basically you can you can immerse yourself in it as much as you want so if you want to take part in stuff get involved in stuff you can if you don't if you just want to kind of sit back and spectate you you can do that and and then you keep equating it to a cruise like a cruise you know you can get go on excursions you can get involved in lots of the activities or you can just kind of sit by the pool and and relax i would suspect if you're going to pay as much money as this is going to cost you probably want to be a a pretty big star wars fan
2: if i'm
0: going to Um, sit by the pool i want my drinks delivered by a droid
2: (laughs) what you mean like in the the, um um the aventura the
3: aventura yeah 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 (laughs) It sounds like that might be possible, who knows? But um, there's definitely going to be characters. It sounds like you can dress as a character um, or you can dress as a, like an alien or whatever. So there's some cosplay elements to this. Um, when you go to, you take a transport to the Black Spire outpost, so you kind of go to the park, or well, is isn't a park, it's, it's the Black Spire outpost. So you go there, that's kind of integrated into the story the rides and the story behind the rides. So that talked about the Millennium Falcon and Rise of the Resistance. They're kind of integrated into the story as well. So kind of think, kind of makes you think that you're going to get some kind of priority access. They don't explicitly say that, but you've got to believe that, that that's going to be the case. Um, which raises a question for me is, are they going to do this during normal park hours? I would guess they're probably after. Um, and um, normal guests, normal tourists would be kind of weird aliens from some other planet. I guess that would be the that would be the story. I would think. Um,
2: I don't know. You know, I, I mean, maybe um, your access to the Black Spar Outpost is outside of park hours. So, I mean, it could be. What what's I'm trying to think. Hollywood studios can open up to about ten o'clock at night, can't it? Yeah. So I wonder if they will close because I mean the thing is, you know, you obviously enter that whole area from Hollywood yeah. Studios normally. Yeah. So it'd be quite easy to block that off.
3: The only thing is, if this is every day, so you've got to believe that they're running this, you know, continually to make to make money on it. So two-day cruise, two-day cruise, two-day cruise. If you if if you've got kids. You know, if, you, if it was only very early in the morning or very late at night, it's not really going to work for families. So, who knows? My, my guess is it will be during normal park hours, but who knows? I guess we'll find that. Um, we talked about scavenger hunts. We talked about parts of the ship which are kind of hidden, like a secret engine room and things like that. And we talked about characters, helping characters to come on board, smuggling their luggage on board. And then you will see them on, you will communicate with them on screens. So you'll see a character on a screen and you'll talk to them. But then they will appear in person on on the Star Cruiser and they will be part of the story. They talked about uh, Rey and Kylo Ren being there and being part of the story and some action with them. Um, uh, they talked about um let's see oh yeah there's a at the front of the ship you've got the bridge and there are screens and you could see some images of what looked like a star battle like a like a battle going on outside the star cruiser and they talked about there being uh, like laser cannons that you could fire so it sounds a little bit like almost a kind of toy story midway mania or a buzz Lightyear type feature within the ship where you can take part in a space battle that's going on outside the ship. Um, so, yeah, there was there was a lot of little pieces and clues given. Um, but again, nothing about pricing. I mean, everybody is expecting it to be very expensive because it's a small hotel and it's a very exclusive thing. It's going to have a lot of overhead, you would believe. Uh, but it does, sound, it does sound pretty interesting. I think it's going to be very, very popular.
2: Based on that, the, the one thing that unnerves me with with all of that you just said there is mm-hmm. Ray and Kylo Ren. What I kind of hoped would happen with this, this would be its own little contained thing. Which I know in in some ways is probably what people don't want. So may, maybe I'm in the minority here, but because they're featured in the Black Sparrow Outpost and obviously they're, they're part of the the films, I kind of wished all the focus was either on brand new characters set in you know the same universe, or yeah. those kind of side characters that you you see that don't really play an integral role. Yeah, because. you know by having that you're you're having you know big popular famous characters Mm -hmm. involved in it and yeah yeah that that, that's that's the only part of that i'm not i'm not massively keen on the 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 dress up stuff the cosplay element it'll be interesting to see how they enforce that is that going to be mandatory is that going to be um you know at your leisure and if it's at your leisure, is that not going to ruin the experience for the people that are taking it a bit more seriously?
3: I think based on based on what they said, and again, they weren't explicit about that, but it, it sounds like you can you can be as in, as involved as you want to be. So I don't think it's mandatory, right? If you don't want to dress up, you don't need to dress up. If you don't want to get involved in any of the activities like scavenger hunts or anything like that, you, you don't need to. You can literally just. Kind of sit back and watch, spectate. You know, but, do what you like. But
2: really. do you see what I mean about that. Yeah, like that yeah. would kind of ruin the the element of. In a way, even though I'm. I can't say I'm, I'm. You know, I've never really been into cosplay necessarily, um but I think if you're trying to do a completely immersive themed experience, that's part of it. If you've got people yeah. wearing like um, like I would be a pair of shorts and an old yeah. Orlando Magic jersey. It was the moment a moment of it, was Well, you know, <laughs> but you know, I just, I, I just think that that might ruin the ambience a, a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. I, I disagree though. I don't think this is going to be as frequent as you think. I think this is going to be run limited days. I think that's how they're going to manage it. In the, in the same way that a cruise would be. You know, a cruise doesn't leave every day.
3: No, but the ship. I mean, I've been on a number <laughs> of cruises. The ship gets in at six in the morning or whatever it is, and the guests get back on again at two. Back on They turn it around it? fast because they've paid for the asset and they've got to make it work.
1: And oh, no, I no, think, no, I think I the I
3: know. will be the same. I I think, know. You'll, I think checkout time will be 10 o'clock and check-in time will be 12 o'clock, you know? I think yeah. it'll be a fast turnaround
2: oh no no I, I I get that I'm not I'm not saying it for that reason i'm I'm more saying it in uh, I just don't think I think to 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 kind of make it that exclusive experience yeah, I don't think they will be able to I mean they they, they obviously can right and you just yeah. you pointed it out there they, they absolutely can and i I know that but mm-hmm. I think if you're trying to make this a really kind of exclusive experience i think you have to limit it i don't think you can have it you know running continuously like seven days a week but i th- think, needs I think, to think be it's a, limited a
3: by by the size of the hotel nick you know it, it's yeah. not going to be a big yeah. hotel
2: yeah I, 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 yeah i suppose yeah you know, i don't know how
3: many rooms it's going to have but it's not going to be it's going to be thousands you know it's going to be Dozens, I don't know, 50, was, 100. Was a
1: couple of hundred heard, something.
2: A couple of hundred, wasn't yeah. it? Was sort of original, yeah. A couple of
1: hundred,
2: I mean, it's not a lot. Mm. Uh, it'll be DBC in 10 years. Paul, um, <laughs>
1: did, did, this, did this say how we get from the spaceship to Black Spire Outpost? Is it some sort of transport? Or Yeah. You
3: know, yeah. yeah, There's a, it's a, they talked about a transport, Steve. So, right. presumably, it, it's, they're it's they're a bit of like... like they you know? <laughs> and they've painted yeah. Them black. <laughs> 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 yeah. They fitted some anti-grav drives to a couple of minivans, and <laughs> off you go. I, I mean, it, the same as from getting from the terminal to the star cruiser. Yeah. You know, there's there's going to be some kind of hydrolator type experience. I yeah, like and this and new
1: space restaurant type thing. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing exactly. Yet. Yeah,
3: yeah, like that. So, uh, I think it sounds fascinating. I mean, it's just a shame that it is going to be a fairly exclusive thing. I don't know. Don't know what the price is gonna be, but
1: I, I wonder not to allow D V C points, they might do. Although will quite a, quite a few, I imagine, like only they on doing. Yeah. I think you need
3: to. I think you need uh, yeah. you need, uh intergalactic D V C points for that. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so P dubs, what 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 do you make of this? You know, you're, you're a bit of a Star Wars fan as well. You know, yeah. he's, now, I mean, look, let, let's not talk about the, the pricing, right? Because we don't yeah. know what the pricing could be. It could be five grand, it could be 10 grand, it could be 20 grand, it could be two grand, no one knows, right? But based on based on what you've heard there, taking uh, price out, how, like, how appealing is it to you?
0: Now, this is weird coming from someone that's been a good decade and a half going to science fiction conventions I have absolutely no interest in cosplaying or anything like that. I never have done. um, I'm too shy for that sort of thing. It just isn't for me. So this whole storyline thing is pretty much null and void on, on my part. Yes, I'd love to stay in a Star Wars hotel in the same way that I'm really looking forward to staying in the art of Marvel, at Disneyland Paris, but the overall thing of it is not for me. Um, I said to you guys the other day, I'm not convinced this will last particularly long. Um, I give it five years before it becomes a regular deluxe hotel Um, because I just don't think it's going to have a sustainable lot of people going through it that will keep wanting to do it.
2: I think you're being optimistic. Have you seen the rooms? They're not deluxe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but you know. deluxe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you say that, but this is Disney we're talking about. Um, if they're going to take it down from being an experience they're not going to knock it down to a value are they No. Um. so yeah I just don't think it'll have a steady stream of customers once someone's done it I think that will probably be a one and done
3: I, I think I, I I kind of disagree but I, I kind of agree in, in one sense let me explain what Make I mean your bloody mind, I, think, <laughs> hmm? <laughs> I think I think if Disney can keep the franchise alive and fresh then i think this has got legs i think this will go for as long as they can keep the franchise people interested in the franchise so if you think about the fact that a lot of a lot of it you know like screens and things like that screen based you can you can mm-hmm. change stuff you can add stuff in so you know you can add in the mandalorian you can if they have another trilogy of movies, you can add any other trilogy of movies. You can change up the characters, the costumes, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I a think, a it's, a, I, think like a I think it's part, got it. legs,
1: like a cruise par. Where you can go on a Halloween cruise, a Christmas cruise. They can
2: maybe change at different times of the year, different experiences. Yeah. Um, life yeah.
0: Day experience.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. now <laughs> you now you got my now my ears are pricked up. <laughs> I want to go on Life Day. Yeah. Yeah. What, what yeah, about yeah. you, Steve?
1: What about you? You're
2: a Star, um, Star Wars fan, aren't you?
1: I am a yeah, huge Star Wars fan. Um, Jane, a lot less so. Um, it it's always seems to be the case, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's,
2: it's always us.
1: I, I, I'm interested. Um, you know, I'm interested in in civil But I, I, like Paul, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting dressed up. Um, I'm, not into, I'm not that much into it. Um, I'm just just a big fan, really. But I'd like to see what it's like. You know. You know I guess we're going to see from the vloggers within a few weeks when it opens, and we'll, we'll see what it entails, and you know, make a decision depends on which it costs. I guess.
2: Can you, know, you we, imagine if... how miserable the opening cruise will be? Because oh. <laughs> it'll just be vloggers, won't it? Yeah.
3: yeah it'll be people from the planet vlog.
2: I we wish there was a planet vlog. Wish we could banish them all there and all.
3: Yeah. There are these aliens from the planet of log and they've all they've all got this attachment, uh, this camera-like attachment uh,
2: welded Can we to just their put, hand.
0: Put it on their head so they look like R two D two, with this little camera yeah. out the top of
2: that. If they all go on using selfie sticks that look like lightsabers, they will mm-hmm. they will get a lot of favour from me uh, by doing that. But I bet they, I bet they won't. Look, I know. And look, we've all watched vloggers, right? It, not all vloggers are bad. No. But as we saw at Trailer Sounds the other week, when they do something like this and they all turn up en masse, mm. it is yeah. just it is just a mess. It's not <laughs> when they release for anyone.
0: They all release their videos at the same time with the same name. Yeah. Note. Oh, they're all slightly in, different. Well, the one I
3: watched, there was about three vloggers in the background, all vlogging. Yep. It was hilarious. I was like, <sighs> Oh, that's so and so, that's so and so, that's so and so. Yeah, I I just think this is fascinating. I think, hey, no matter whether you like it or whether you don't, I mean, I don't think the cosplay thing will be a big deal. I think, I understand what you're saying, P-Dabs. I don't know that I would necessarily dress up, although there's been times when my wife's looked at what I've been wearing and she said, what plan are you on? So maybe maybe there is something in that. But, you know, I just, credit to Disney, you know, they've done something different again, right? I mean, we kind of forget that. They, they, are, yeah. they are innovators I mean they did it on cruise on the cruise line their own cruise line with the magic portholes and you know all the all the different things that they did the rotational dining and all of that I mean they are doing it again here you know and they'll learn stuff from it and maybe it will succeed and maybe it will fail I think it will succeed but you know maybe it'll never be a big thing maybe it's just a, a small premium money earning yeah. machine but it's it's different. It's unique and um who knows, you know, there might be other themed accommodations that come from it, you know.
1: I'm surprised well, Universal hasn't done Harry Potter yet. I mean, I thought that'd have been
3: done yeah.
2: years
1: ago. Well
3: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Universal I mean, Universal you know. kind
2: of have done a themed hotel though. I mean you only get to look at the people walking around the Aventura and you know, I thought I was in than... the Fast and Furious uh base. <laughs> Hotel, if I'm honest, but uh, I mean, I think that was Steve, the movie
3: you, I was thinking of when I knew a lot were there.
2: <laughs> Animal House is oh no, it is a universal <laughs> film, actually. It was um, more like bread, <laughs> more like bread.
0: <laughs> <Benidon. laughs>
2: there was no ceramic hens anywhere. Um, the thing is, though, uh, Steve, to, to that point, is when you looked at the um, certainly some of the concept plans for Epic Universe. Look very much like a yep. Harry Potter hotel was in those plans. Now, who knows nowadays if that's still going to be a thing? Because we don't know what's going to be at Epic Universe, and obviously the the Harry Potter franchise is is kind of um, circling the drain at the moment in terms of like the films and that. And also we know that J.K. Rowling is uh, exceptionally hard to deal with and get things approved in in that regard. But you know, it's still I suppose a a possibility um but like mr d said i think the the big thing at the moment is you know the, the star wars franchise itself and you know obviously tv wise it's doing very well and we know that there's um more films on the horizon uh in the star wars universe but you know the 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 saga itself is over you know that's ended and you know that's obviously been very de- decisive between People, you know, some were happy with how it ended. Others, you know, hated it. um So, yeah, I guess it, it depends really on on what they do next and and how much of a draw a new series of Star Wars films is is going to be. And you know, at the moment, only only time will tell on that, right? Yeah, I mean,
3: be... the other big no. opportunity's got to be Marvel, and and I know that I know they've got the Art of a Marvel Hotel in in Paris, but you know, that's kind of like an overlay. It's not.
2: No, I disagree. It's not I think,
3: to a hotel. So, I don't think. No, not I disagree. level, anyway.
2: I disagree. I to me, the art of Marvel is what I wanted the Star Wars hotel to be, which is all of the kind of experiences and being able to meet characters and being able to go up to you know locations and you know see skylines and stuff like that from the films, without this excessive need to have all the other bells and whistles attached to it. I personally, mm. I think this is too much for me. And I mean, you know, that might change. You know, once it's open, we get to see, it, you know, all in action. You know, I might I might be persuaded otherwise. But for me at the moment, it, it sounds a bit too full on for what I'd like to do. Mm. Whilst the art of Marvel seems extremely like what I'd be comfortable doing. And I suppose that's the balance, right? You've got to find... Yeah the balance and the balance isn't going to be the same for everybody. So as many people listening to this that will feel somewhat like I do about it, there'll be, you know, thousands more screaming, going, shut up, you idiot. Um, Which to be fair, they could have shouted at any time on this podcast. But, you know, at this particular moment in time about this particular thing, because, you know, for, for, for other people, this will be what they've always wanted to do. And it will be, yeah. I suppose, for you know, for anyone that gets to experience it, it will be the closest to being in a Star Wars film yeah. that we'll ever get. So I see it from that as well.
3: Yeah, However, I was just coming from the point of view, though, Nick, that if you think about it, right, for this level of theming, right, if you're going to be this immersed, it, there's very few franchises that could actually support that level of immersion. In, in a hotel, there's oh, only a couple. I think. Like Steve 100%. mentioned Harry Potter. I think that's one. Yeah. Marvel, I think, is another one. It needs to be big enough that you know, and, and long lasting enough that it could support it. Even even big franchises like, say, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I don't think it's big enough. I don't think there's enough in it, and I don't think it's. I don't think it's current enough. Titanic. So... <laughs> <laughs>
2: i mean i mean i see what you not. i see what would be interesting though um is is what happens with avatar because bearing in mind we've got what another four films down the pipe at the moment yeah but the first one so no average no, no. i look yeah. i look i'm with you right i'm not saying yeah. I don't think avatar is going to be the savior for anything but yeah if if these next avatar films blow us away or you know, do the kind of box office numbers that the first film did. If they get anywhere near close to those those first films, yeah. we could it you know in five years time be discussing you know Maybe. Animal Kingdom getting their own immersive yeah. hotel in this world. You know, so could be, yeah.
3: Need be but, high ceilings though, and high doorways. Those that, blue things are pretty tall.
2: They are they are exceptionally tall. That is that is very really tall.
3: long beds as well.
2: Well it will suit Craig. Yeah. It will suit Craig. Actually,
3: yeah, Craig could do the cosplay on that one. Easy.
2: Just needs to put a bit of blue paint on.
3: A little bit of blue, bit of wood.
2: And he likes a bit of blue. Now, yeah. The one thing about this this cruise that we talked about, you know, this this two day immersive cruise that you're going going to do, is it doesn't leave. It's it's stuck. You don't travel anywhere. Which is kind of similar to what Steve experienced just a mere few weeks ago. <laughs> what Look, a you,
3: smooth link that was. Segway. People <laughs> a segue. people
2: people used to love my segues, and I've not I don't do segues as much as I used to, but I think that's a pretty spot on one for me. So thank you. You just did, yeah. Yeah. Um so Steve, you managed to go and and, and these were called Disney Cruise uh,
1: Disney Staycation.
2: Staycation, staycation. that yeah. was it. Yeah. I couldn't remember what they what the, the, the blurb was um for these. But um this was a series of cruises that they announced earlier on this year, leaving from four ports, I believe. Yep. Liverpool, Newcastle, Southampton and Tilbury. Yes. I'm glad you said Tilbury, not London Tilbury, because it's nowhere near London. I don't care what they say. <laughs> I know where Tilbury is. It's, it's not close enough to London. I'm closer to London than Tilbury. It's um, like the
0: Warner Brothers studio, isn't it? It's nowhere near London. Why, exactly. why is it co- It's Leavesden. It's Watford.
2: Not- <laughs> don't call it London. No. I mean, you can you can just about, if you squint long enough through a telescope, you might be able to see London, but that's about as place you can get. Um, but yeah, so these cruises were... Originally announced, and then some of them were delayed, and you know, some of them were moved along because of COVID restrictions and and what have you. But these are now a go. We know that because you went on one, Steve. Yes, you did.
1: You and we did. We ran the first one.
2: Yes, and we saw, or, or you you posted in our Facebook group about your your kind of boarding experience so yes. i have not i've not tried to find out anything more about you uh, from you about what happened you know yeah. the, the entire trip so so obviously start at the beginning start with boarding the cruise if you wouldn't mind
1: yeah okay um well we we stayed overnight in liverpool um because we were meant to get a port arrival time at two o'clock in the afternoon and we booked up the disney approved parking um which was uh not too far from the terminal so we arrived there about quarter to two expecting to pull in give our bags over get our our tests our COVID tests um check in and then be on on the boat you know i was hoping for you know three half three four o'clock um but it didn't go very well um a huge huge cock up in terms of the organization um we ended up not getting the boat till sometime after about half past five. Uh we sat in the car for I think about two hours, um, just queuing in the adjacent outdoor car park to to get to to drop our cases off and then and then have our tests. Um, I believe that's
2: called the M25 experience.
1: Yes, probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not not quite used to that being up here. No. And <laughs> um it, it it was it was not good. Uh Things were going crazy on Facebook from people in the queues next to us posting everything and criticising. And the problem was simply um, they had organised it where they had, I think, eight parking spaces for, te- for in-car testing. So you did your own test and then handed it back and then, and then waited for your results. And when we got there, um, we assumed you would take your test and then drive up another couple of floors and wait for your test and then be released. I think because of earlier problems in the day when people were wandering around out of the cars and not staying in the cars they decided to hold people in the actual eight bays uh until you got your result by email which could be anything up to half an hour oh so, God. yeah so that was why all of a sudden things got very very slow um people were getting very very angry um, and we were simply waiting in the car waiting to get our, our tests finally uh, not long before we got to the beers, they seemed to realize that you know that they need to change it and go back to what they were doing so once we got there we took our test then got sent up to the the third floor of the the, the parking structure uh and sat and waited for i think about like 25 minutes for our for our test results which were negative uh and then we were released to go to
2: actually um check-in so that, that was the start of it what i don't understand with that though is the this insistence of getting your result by email you would think if you're doing it all there yeah they could just you know get those i mean i, I obviously don't know how they're doing their testing right but you would you would think if they're doing a testing there they would have some kind of facility to be able to just tell you a bit like a mcdonald's drive through you know you go and order yeah. your food at the first bay you yeah. go and collect it at the second they could have had the first bay where you get your your test administered and then you drive up to the next one to say that you passed you can carry on
1: exactly but yeah this was the way you sat in your car or as most people had stood outside the cars waiting, and then once you got your test results um and it was negative you went to the the elevators and there was another couple of um cast members there crew members who then checked your email Yeah, show them your the email then then they'll let you through and then you're in the, the proper check-in. But I think, I, I think it was something like, um, two, it was definitely two and a half hours at least between getting to the car park before we got, we got our test results, two and a half to two and three quarter hours. So it was, it was a bit of a bad start to it. Um, then get sent through to, uh, part of the arena where the check-in is we got, put to the front of the queue because we were Silver Castaway members, which was nice. Um, They then checked us in very quickly, very efficiently, no problems there. And then you were sent around to the next stage, which was um, waiting for your coach. Because even though it was only about a 10-minute walk, um, they were taking everyone down by coach, I guess, because you're being tested. They don't want you out in the open world, so they keep you in a confined environment to get you to the cruise ship. So we sat in these chairs and they were in rows, I think it was five rows of chairs, uh, and they were going, you know, row one, row two, row three, row five, and on onto the, onto the um, coach and then t- to the cruise ship. That's when the next problem occurred because ourselves and, and another family and a few others are sat in this row, I think in we row four. So I think uh, row one and two and three went and then suddenly they went back to row one again so we were sat there looking around going well, well when are we going to get on this cruise ship so the chap in front complained um and and finally um they sort of dragged us to the front and said yep no problem sorry about that we'll get you on 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 the uh, coach and that was it we're on, we're on the way to the cruise ship which was good um it's about uh i don't know half a mile from check-in to the cruise ship it took us 45 minutes to get there because there was huge congestion in roadworks and Liverpool. So we went on this long circuitous route around Liverpool, past the cathedral, seeing the site of Liverpool to get there. Um, then through the. Last
3: Did the charge you for that, Steve? As a short No, no. This,
1: this was all. All we, all we got charged for was the actual parking, Um okay. And and the the tests for all it included as well. I think I think it was something like um, thirty five pound for three days parking, which wasn't wasn't too bad being so close. No. Uh, and all the, all the tests were. Were included as well, which which, which was good. Um, and I
2: believe, Steve, when you was doing that tour of Liverpool, Li- Liverpool was still listed as city of culture. It hadn't quite lost yes, its status. Yeah, well, we, 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 we saw
1: it? we saw the UNESCO heritage status docks, and then I think the two days came back. It was it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we got there eventually. Um, we got um, through the, the the bag check, the luggage check um with our regulation alcohol in the bags to get on there and then we're on the cruise ship i I, I think it was what half past five um when we when we finally got onto the cruise ship so three and three quarter hours i think to to do that which was 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 a bad start but you know the rest of it was great
2: cool so you've got on there now yeah how was it? Because uh, was this your first Disney cruise or have you been on the Disney cruise before?
1: We've been on two other ones. We've done it from, um, from, from Florida. We did the, I think it was a four nights, um, Bahama cruise. We've done that twice on the, on the Disney dream. So, you know, we've, we've done the big ship and this was obviously the smaller ship. You know, it, it is a lot smaller. Um, still very nice. It's a beautiful ship. It's, it's, you can clearly see they've been doing the work on it when it's been, Um, out of commission for for 15 months they've obviously been painting it and changing things and you've all got a bit more modern technology now with with doors you know you you wave your hand in front of the doors doors. well you you wave your hand in front of the doors now to open the doors same with the lifts and things you you, you wave your hand up to go upwards and and down to go down so it's all you know I guess COVID friendly trying to keep everything as, as low touch as possible um, but yeah it, it was it was it was excellent um you when you get in the ship you do your your muster check so you have got to go to your evacuation point in case there was ever a problem that was much simpler this time because it was you got directed to a certain point of the ship and you checked in with your your details and and, and you scanned your phone onto a, a qr code so that was all done that way rather than having to at the, you know, i think previously everyone at the same time goes to a separate muster point where the lifeboats are so that was a lot, a lot simpler, a lot easier to do. And then after that, you were, that was it, you were released. And you can you could then do whatever you want. Um, pop to the restaurants, get a bite to eat, um, you know, go and see the show and things. That 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 was the biggest problem, I think, on the first night, not for us, um, but for some other people, like in the situation of, of, of the problem car parking and testing, these guys had um the show booked on the first night for half past five. Um, mm. some of them were on the early rotation dining, which is sort of five half past five. So yeah. these 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 families were getting on the cruise ship um without the luggage because the luggage hadn't been delivered. And I think ours was quarter seven, it came eventually. Um so I think some of them will have missed um the the actual show they'd booked up for potentially and, and certainly been late for for dinner mm. as well. So that was that was a bit of a probably a that. I mean, I think we were lucky we got on the town we did and had the late dining.
2: So,
1: yeah, just yeah, a bit disappointed with some people, I guess.
2: Yeah, mm. I suppose the problem as well is because it was such a short cruise mm. is there was no guarantee that they would be able to get that back. Do you know what no. I mean? Like, they might yeah. not have been able to book to another show or they might, depending on the restaurant, they might not have been able to have uh, got into the restaurant that they'd, they'd missed out on because of, of no fault of their own.
1: Yeah, it, it, exactly, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. hope, hopefully these things will have been sorted. I mean, they are pretty good uh, at Disney on, on these cruises, so hopefully they will have been uh, sorted out, but I'm sure there will have been some problems. Um, you know, I did hear read stories on Facebook with people having to go to the first meal in the shorts and the t-shirts and things, but first world problems, I guess, but um, you know, I think when you've gone on these cruises with Disney, you, you used to get on the cruise ships at lunchtime and Castaway being at sort of three, four o'clock, not you know, not seven o'clock at night and things. like so it et into your yeah. first day quite a bit, I guess. You know, You know, some people were lucky to get yeah. on there, you know, at lunchtime, 12 o'clock, and had almost a full day on the ship. Others probably got very yeah. little time on the first day.
3: Yeah. What was the what was the vibe, Steve? I mean, how different was it from a, a normal um, cruise because of COVID, do you think?
1: It wasn't massively different. Um, I think everyone was just happy to be on on holiday, to be on a cruise ship, to be to be getting a bit of Disney in the life, I guess. Um, so everyone was over the moon. I mean, when, when we when we cast away, I mean, there wasn't a big castaway party that normally had, but they had a uh, music off the side of the ship. Um, and there was smoke going off and then some fireworks at the side of the docks. And that was emotional. You know, I think people were getting emotional watching that because it's the first time in, you know, 18 months or longer for a lot of people to have, to have had that sort of experience. That, That was brilliant. Everyone was in a great mood then. Um, Mm. And generally, yeah, I think it it didn't feel too dissimilar um, to a normal cruise. It was just there was the extra precautions. You know, you you had to wear a mask um, in the corridors and inside, but on deck, you were free not to wear a mask if you didn't want to. So once you're on top deck, it it felt like a normal cruise. Other than there was obviously um, a lot less people around. I think maybe it was only half full. The ship, a 1,000 people maximum, I think it was. So it felt yeah. a lot more spacious. Um, right. And, you know, it, you know, you just think things in restaurants. You go in the restaurants and, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, there's, there's a few more gaps in the tables between them, so there's not that uh, closeness with people. You know, on our first cruise, we ended up sharing uh, a table with um, two couples from, from America, which is great. You get to meet a few people, have a bit of a chat. Uh, and, and make new friends. Obviously, the way things are, you're on your own table. So there's not that opportunity, which is, you know, disappointing, but it's a small sacrifice, I guess. Um, and things like in, in the theatre show, um, they, you know, they, they kept, I think, a couple of seats between each group and, and a row empty um, in front of each one as well. So they were, they were taking the, the, the correct precautions. Now, I don't know it's like right now, because clearly with things changing over the last few weeks, um, I think there's a lot less restrictions on the ships now. So if, if you do go um, in the next few months when, when they're sailing, then you, you probably won't get as much of those restrictions as, as we did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was excellent. Um, and I think the the biggest takeaway for me was, was the crew members, the staff, they were absolutely fantastic. It couldn't do enough for you. Um, they just seemed just Overjoyed to be back working, I guess, and, and having people on the cruise ships again. Um, yeah. Just, you know, we've, we've done it before. Walt Disney World's great and Disney cast members are great, but I've always found the cruise ship staff to be the next level up. You know, mm. it, it's they're absolutely, you know, they, they remember your names all the time. You know, you get there, your drinks are ready on your table because they know what you want to drink. Um, yeah. They'll make good recommendations. And, you know, you, you need to stretch your pants. The food's plentiful. <laughs> um, you know, you know, if, if you fancy, and I did, you know, I wouldn't mind trying the fillet steak, but that, those lamb cutlets look quite nice as well. They'll bring them both to you. They're smallish portions, but you can you can try different things and uh, mm-hmm. they'll always make the recommendations and they're absolutely fantastic. You know, they, they work very hard and, and you know you get you know tips off you know you pre-paid your tips the crews yeah. like what you could do. Um, I think it cost us about 60 odd quid for, for three days for, for both of us for tips, which I did was too yeah. bad. You know, that's for your your, your room. The, the, the guy who came and cleaned the room and tied the room and did your towel animals and these things. Um yeah. and, and your servers. And, and then you, then you tip you know, you could tip the bars off as well. That that was the only thing I, I didn't realize first time we, we, we got some drinks, um, uh, which are not cheap, which is mean you expect that. Um, they automatically add on 18% gratuity um to your drinks bill. Um, which was a new one to me because I've always been um, told that you normally had on a, a dollar a drink or something in America on the drinks yeah. but which I did. Then not not really. I'd already paid eighteen percent on top <laughs> of that, so it was expensive. Couple of proseccos for cast off. What um,
2: was it? Was know, it? You said the drinks were expensive. Were they six pound twenty five a pint for a Peroni? Like I had to pay in London the other day, like a monk. Uh
1: yeah, yeah. I think it was um, twenty. Two dollars for two glasses of Prosecco, the cast off.
2: Okay,
1: plus, yeah. Plus your tip, and that. So yeah, we're near of twenty-five dollars. Um, you know, you know, some things weren't so bad. You know, B was maybe was about eight or nine dollars or something. So probably about six quid. So about. So. That's,
2: I mean, that's about theme yeah, park prices. London prices. Fair. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: yeah. They, they weren't. They weren't horrendous. Um,
3: and Disney don't do any drinks. Park, you just do this, Steve.
1: I don't you think they opt-in? do. No, no, I don't no. believe they do. You can take. You can take your own drinks on, but you, know, you can only drink them um, in, in, your, in your cabin, um, yeah. with, which is good. I mean, that's one thing that we didn't get. We we booked a, uh, we didn't, we've only been inside stadium before. So with the magic portals you mentioned, we've had those before. And this yeah. time we, we went the next level up and we got the ones with the actual real portal. Yeah. Um, but then about we, when, when we got our details they they upgraded us to a, a veranda stateroom. Oh nice. Which is lovely so we got the the little veranda so we sat on there with our, with our cans of beer and, and bottles of wine which is, which was lovely. Um only problem there is if we go on a cruise again I don't think you want to go less <laughs> you know yeah. you you want to go veranda next time as well so mm. they know they know what they're doing. Um and another thing was we we did or Jane actually to guest services it was all done on the app everything was done on the app nowadays there was no not really any in-person things at a guest service unless you booked a slot and she actually mentioned not not necessarily to complain but she actually explained the situation we've been on in terms of boarding and, and the car park and things um and that would obviously you know the need to learn the lesson for next time mm. and then I think um on the on the second day I went back to the cabin just to pop back and freshen up and uh there was a bottle of prosecco there from, from Disney. Um, we we assume as a as a sort of slight way of apology for for the delays and things that was that was quite nice of them as well just to make that effort as well.
3: Yeah, mm. I mean, I thought you were going to say you went back to your room and your cases were outside. Oh, no, no, right that, that was uh, yeah, that, they, were a bit, they were
2: a bit late. <laughs> mm. I think that's the thing now. I think I think you do have to you do have to call these things out. Yeah. Um, now whether you know whether you had to do that or they they knew that you know it doesn't really matter but I think as you say they they need to understand the the issues and as you know I, I'm really obviously glad you've had such a a good experience because you know for other people they they obviously started horrendously and yeah. I only hope that they um you know got a little bit of Disney magic while they were they mm-hmm. were there but if they don't know, what's going on they they can't change or they can't do anything for it so uh what did you um what did you manage to eat we ate at all the restaurants so we
1: the first night we did Rapunzel's um restaurant that was
2: good um isn't there hair in the food though there
1: (laughs) yeah a lot of it yeah Yeah. it was that was a nice little restaurant um it was a little show on the stage with Rapunzel and um Flynn Riders I think he's called and a couple of the um, sort of the Viking looking guys that hang around in in, <laughs> in the uh, pub in, in the film if, if I remember rightly that, that was that was quite good little show there. I don't think it was a full show because I think I think I'd seen videos and, and there was a lot more sort of, um audience interaction with them going around the actual um restaurant but obviously that was scaled back a little bit but that, that was good that was a, a, a nice a nice way to start off um the second one we did was Lumiere's so that's like a beauty and the beast um themed restaurant uh no showing that one but there's a, a guy in the middle playing a piano um while you're in there all the time and that was a bit more formal i guess in terms of restaurants um got french food snails and, and different things which was which was good to try for the first time um uh, so that was it that was a nice pleasant restaurant we did that one um on the second evening we also ate there um breakfast and, and lunch uh one day as well because it. You could either go to um, Lumieres for your breakfast and lunch, or you could go to sort of the Cabanas, which is the the buffet type restaurant. So we, we tried we tried all of them in the end, and you know we enjoyed all of them as well. And then the last night, um, I think my highlight was the Animators Palette. Yep, Ooh. we've we've done it on the Disney Dream before, and it's a bit different on the Dream. It's a little bit like the uh, is it Turtle 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 Crush at mm-hmm. Disney World. It's a bit—it's yeah. a bit like on the Disney Dream where you've got the interactive screens and um, the characters are sort of talking to the children in the audience and interacting. and It's great, but this one um, was, I thought, a, a lot better. It was—it's the one where the the restaurant starts off as black and white. Um, I guess mm. like in the olden days of black and white, same book, Willy and everything. Um, and then as the as it goes on through your meal, it, it turns to color uh, later on, which is really good to see. But as well as that, at the beginning of your, your meal, they come round with these bits of paper, these A3 bits of paper, and they ask you to um, draw draw a character. And there's, you know, you put your face on your body, your legs and your hands and everything. You can doodle different things on there. And then they take them all away from you. And then at the end of your meal, or towards the end of your meal, um, there's a couple of little shows on the screens around there. And one of them is uh, Mickey Mouse, as the sorcerer's apprentice comes on, and he, he brings all of these characters to life. So all, the, all you, oh. everyone in the room has done these little characters, and they come on the screen and they, they, they dance in a way to the sort of the, the music, mm. fantastic. Um, That's cool. It's brilliant. And then little scenes from different Disney films. So you'll have the bits with, um, I think like Blue and King Louis dancing in Jungle Book. You'll have a couple of the characters dancing with those things and bits of Aladdin and all sorts. And that was really, really. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely brilliant, like proper prop Disney, if you know what I mean. It was you know really good to watch and then at the end of it it comes yeah. on with the credits and it says you know J- Jane and Steve and Bob and Brian you know who've done all the drawings so that was for me that was the best restaurant probably thematically and, and possibly food was was very good there as well. So that was yeah. that was really really enjoyable really good. Definitely recommend... They... sorry go on oh, Paul.
3: No sorry go ahead Steve sorry.
1: No no I'm finished that's okay.
3: I was just gonna say with the with you operating Paolo as well this sort of speciality one was that running do you know
1: it, it was yeah that was running um we've done that before on the Disney Dream um twice we did it the first time me and Jane and then the second time we took my mum and dad so we did Paolo with my mum and dad previously so we, we did with it being only a three night cruise um we decided to to skip that it's about I think it's about 45 pounds extra um, yeah. for, for Paulo and it is it is it is really really nice when we've done it before but when you're on a three night cruise and you've got three restaurants it means yeah. you're going to miss one of your, one of your restaurants. So we, 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 didn't bother doing, doing that one. Although you, you could mm-hmm. do the brunch as well. Um I think that's the same yeah. sort of price. But again, after, after a big breakfast, I don't know, maybe just me, me and Jane, we're just not that much into having a huge brunch at 11 o'clock with everything. So we, yeah. we gave that a miss, but it did seem quite popular. People were yeah. getting quite dressed up to go there as well, which is nice to see. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Very, very nice. Very nice. If, if you get a chance, it's, you know, it's always worth giving it a go if you're getting
2: to cruise yourselves later on. Yeah. Well, I've got to say what you were saying there about the food and uh, the tables and the new restrictions, and stuff like that, that actually really appeals to me because yeah. quite frankly, I hate meeting people, <laughs> I hate meeting new people. Um, I've got a lot of anxiety issues. So that just sounds like absolute hell, which has always put me off on cruise ships. Um, but you don't, you don't need to, to learn it. If yeah, you don't yeah. want to
3: sit with people, you just specify that at the yeah. beginning. You don't have to. That.
2: Yeah, you can request yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be overruled. I'm sure by my wife. To be fair, <laughs> she'd probably be like, "Stop being a soppy sod." But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's it's it sounds good. I mean, I I did look at the the Tilbury one because obviously it's the the one nearest to me. In fact, I I actually went to the pool just a few months ago um because there's there's stuff to do around the port um on the other side so we was we was there at the ruins um and um you know I I did contemplate it it was the the dates that didn't really work for us because the Tilbury crossing is in school time It's when the schools go back so it was going to be very awkward for us to do but actually when I looked at the times of it we probably could have got away with doing it because yeah. it was, I, th- I think you could. I think boarding started late afternoon on the Friday, and you w- arrived back, uh, or you or you departed the boat about seven o'clock in the morning. So we could have like probably le- left school a little bit early on the Friday and yeah. taken the kids straight to school on the Monday, but
1: uh,
2: yeah. w- ruled against it in the end. But I'm kind of you know wondering now was that the right call because uh, it it sounds really good, and it, you know for is. those for those that don't know when we said about the staycation part so you you obviously mentioned that you you left yes of course the staycation element of it is that you are at sea but you don't depart the boat so you are at sea once you depart until you arrive back
1: yeah we Um, we left liverpool um and we basically went over to to ireland we went down the coast of ireland uh back up down the coast of ireland again and then Back up the coast of Wales and, and, and back into to, to Liverpool, and but then again, we had probably the most amazing weather and seas that you, you could ever wish for. I think it was mm. 28 degrees on the ship, and it was it, it was flat as a pancake. They say it was, you know, oh, we were worried because Jane gets a little bit queasy um, on, on on cruise ships previously, but it was so still this time, absolutely fine, and everyone else. I was
3: lucky. It was mm. yeah,
1: you, you couldn't have wished for for better weather and you know and you know we went as, as two adults you know we, we've not we didn't take any kids or anything and you know even you know people think oh it's a Disney cruise ship why would you go as two adults but it's an adults only area with a lovely little pool uh, spa and, and gym a uh, little bar area then I think and it's 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 really nice you know and was, I was surprised at how many um I guess adult only groups were on there there was there was quite a lot around the pool um every day and drinking all day a lot of people but yeah it was it was very pleasant nice to get away a bit of normality um and we, got, we got free drinks as well from the captain came on one day i think it was the second second or third third day i think it was actually uh, before we docked and he came on and said between two and three please join us for a drink um the the day special cocktail beers and and soft drinks are free for that hour as I, as I was sort of welcome back to you as the first guests on a cruise ship for 15 months, which was, again, another nice little treat from yeah. them. So, yeah, there's little bits and bobs everywhere, which were just, you know, just really, really good. Um, a couple of shops on the ship, they, they were decent, got a, you know, a, a selection of um, of cruise sort of merchandise. And for the Brits, they basically went to Epcot UK Pavilion, just brought a load of stuff from UK Pavilion and put it on the cruise ship, which <laughs> <laughs> is what it was. I think you, know, you the, you know, I think you can just see that, you know, if you instead of Epcot Pavilion and UK Pavilion on, on a lot of the um, tops and, and things. Um, usual scramble for spirit jerseys. I think everyone was buying empty some on eBay, um, as, as they often do. So, but yeah, other than that, it was just a very, very pleasant couple of days. Um, you know, when we weren't relaxing on deck, you know, we did a few of the trivia quizzes. They had them all over the ship at different times of day. Disney music, Disney trivia um i'm sure paul you do quite well with your quizzes um yeah we, you should
3: have done all right there steve we we
1: did actually win one quiz uh we there came, you go First someone um and then at yeah. night time same place to have a bit more adult entertainment so there was they have, they have like a, a match your mates the, the old mr and mrs tv show um off of off uk screens so they had that one night and, and again, music, quizzes and different things for, for the adults and things. Yeah, So, yeah, it was good. You know, And you tend to be in there till about midnight. Um, then it sort of quietens down. Um, you know, you head to the, the piano bar as well, which is quite nice, called Keys. Just sort of sitting there and there's a guy in the corner playing piano all night. So whatever you want, if you want a bit more fun, you go in the, the big room for the quizzes and the, um, yeah. the fun. And if not, just go and have a, a quiet drink with a, with a guy playing piano or watch sports in the sports bar.
3: Steve, the the Pirates Night's usually a staple of Disney cruises. Did they did they run any version of that? On they, this?
1: they didn't know. We, we've had them before um when we did the, the, the Disney dream, but they didn't this time. I think the reason mm. that the, the Pirates Night normally is is late after both yeah. of the uh the, the meal sittings, so everyone can go, so everyone can see yeah. the fireworks. So the, I think wanting to try and keep people away from you know everyone on, on deck at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. they didn't. They did instead of that, they did um a Freezing the Night Away show. So it was, you know, Elsa Olaf and all this. Thing. They did two shows of that one, you know, to, to coordinate with the two di- dinner sittings. Uh-huh. Um we, we didn't bother, we heard it. it we, we were sat around the bar in, in the adult area, all, all the families disappeared to watch that and they all seemed to enjoy it. So that 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 was you know that that spots on the floor, they are like you know, a bit like um what you've seen in America for some of the fireworks shows. That spots on the deck so you have like families stood in certain areas to keep your distance between each other uh, right. and, and that seemed to go down quite well as well so yeah something different i guess they, they replaced the pirate one with that one instead this time
3: sounds good mm. good so sounds like you had a good time though yeah loved it,
1: yeah. yeah yeah i think so i mean it's it, they're never cheap disney cruises compared to normal cruises but i think you do get that extra bit level of service Especially if yeah. if, if you're a Disney fan, obviously you see the characters and you see the yeah. shows that you like to see. Um, you know, and, and you know, even if you're in your room, you know, you put your TV on there. It's it's not Disney Plus, but anything you want to watch is on there. And any films on there you want to watch and things. So, yeah, I, th- I think it is. It is worth the money. Um, yeah. More so because we've had nothing for you know eighteen months, two years. Um, yeah, you don't mind be splurging a little bit and, and, and giving it a go. So, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely, and and. Then, Leaving the ship though, that's one thing. Leaving the ship's a lot easier than actually getting on the ship. It was, <laughs> uh, you, you go to your, what you do is you end up going to the restaurant you had your, your evening meal at. So we end up in Animate's animator's pallet for breakfast uh, with a, you know, a, a table service breakfast. You do that mm. and then you, you're off. Um, you, you walk downstairs, you, you disembark, you jump on the, uh, on, on the coach again, takes you back to the, the sort of check-in area. And all yep. your bags, your, all your bags are lined up there when you get there. Grab your bag and off you go. And that was, you know, much easier getting off than getting on. Let's say that. Um, but yeah, all yeah. in all, you know, it, it started in a disappointing fashion, but you know, we we quickly forgot about it. To be honest, you know, once on the ship and enjoying ourselves, we had, a, yeah. we had a great time.
3: Yeah, sure. I suppose that was the first cruise, wasn't it? So
1: yes, yeah. I think I sure. think they learnt the lessons after that. Um, yeah. And, and what they did say as well is if you if you did a walk in, because obviously people didn't all park in that car park and a lot of people came from mm-hmm. Liverpool that like, were on the cruise ship. Anyone who yeah. who just turned up on foot had a totally different experience. They walked in, they mm-hmm. got the test, they waited for the test result, they checked in and they were on the boat, probably well, in, in an hour or an hour and a half time. So I think it was yeah. just the, the car parking, which which hopefully they've well from what I understand, I think they have actually fixed now. You don't seem to get any people yeah. complaining now. So
3: if only you'd known, you could have parked your car at Craig's and walked in.
1: It did offer that actually, but then we decided to stay in a hotel overnight, which was basically about hundred yards from where the net, where the car park was. We just thought yeah. it was easier to do that and have a, have a night on Albert Docks, have a meal, yeah. uh, a couple of drinks, and, and, and then mm. have a you know a couple of hours in Liverpool centre the next morning before we we jumped on the. Uh, yeah. on the ship. But yeah, so it, we didn't know, but end of the day no, you don't know. It, it didn't it didn't spoil it to be honest.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think they did the bounce back deal as well. We didn't go this time, but the if you book a cruise when you're on the ship, I think the and this is probably for all the cruises that are still to come as well. I think the, they'll give you 10% off on yeah, a future cruise if you book um yeah. they, or, or commit there and then to it as well. So something of for people to think about. Yeah, sounds That's good. Sounds and the wheels really were still
3: good. on your car when you got back. To yeah, it.
1: yeah, they were still there. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Good. Craig was probably looking for it, but uh, no, it was all,
3: <laughs> it, was Sorry, all
1: it was all. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stereotypes <laughs> yeah, no,
3: again.
2: We're gonna get complaints again.
3: Says the boy <laughs> from Glasgow.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it was fine actually. Yeah, it was. It was quite straightforward. So
3: yeah,
1: it's the first time I've been Liverpool anywhere other than the airport. So it was, it was okay actually.
3: Yeah, Liverpool was lovely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Better than I
2: expected.
1: Yeah,
2: really nice toad centre. Yeah, lovely, actually, yeah. Right. Good. Well, I suppose before we wrap up, we should really go and have a quick look at what's been going on outside the parks. This podcast is sponsored by the Castle Club Boutique. The Castle Club Boutique is a small Etsy store creating Disney-inspired classic fashion tees plus personalised family trip tees inspired by the Disney parts and your favourite classic Disney films. They also stock accessories, children's wear and most recently home decor. Do you have a family trip or special occasion coming up? Let them help you design a perfect custom tee to mark your event by emailing sales at castleclubboutique.com. They ship free to the UK and also worldwide for a small fee. You can find their store on Etsy or follow on Instagram at the Castle Club Boutique. And if you quote Disney Parks, you'll receive 10% off your order at the checkout. So show the Castle Club Boutique some love and we thank them for supporting this podcast. Uh, P-Dubs, quickly, when does What If starts?
0: Uh, It starts on next Wednesday, I believe. It well, s- starts think... on
2: next Wednesday. Yeah. That's
0: about On right. next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the 12th. Good.
2: I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it.
0: No, sorry. No, it's the 11th. I've got the wrong wrong date slightly. I'll let you off. Yeah. It was close, it's close
2: enough. Yeah. <laughs> They've already released the toys. Yeah. So there's spoilers galore out there. <laughs> if you if you want the show spoiled for you, but... Uh... There you go. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's I mean, I've enjoyed all the Marvel output this year, but this one I'm, I'm yeah, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it so. should be interesting. And it seems to be they've they've been saying that it's gonna have as much impact on the MCU as Loki has. Ooh. So, um, and it's already been confirmed it has got a second season. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh that's good. So with at least one returning character,
2: Ooh. which you could
0: probably guess from all the promo work, who that is. Indeed, I can. Doctor Strange. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. um, actually, speaking of second seasons, I saw today that uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers has got a second season. Yeah. Ooh, still, still haven't watched it. Um, I haven't either. You you watched it, Steve?
1: Yeah, yeah, we watched it. Yeah, i have never seen the films, um, but we we give it, we really enjoyed it. It was just easy watching, good fun. Hmm. Um, definitely recommend it. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, a good, I'm, to be honest, I like the films. Uh, I'll, yeah. I remember liking the, the the second and third films more, but um, yeah, they were fun for what they are. I I just haven't got a chance to watch it yet, um, but I will. I will do, especially after that recommendation. Yeah, so, it's
1: definitely worth a watch.
2: Thank you. Um, I know as well that I know when has started.
0: I watched the first well. episode. Very good. It, yeah, it, it really does feel quite faithful to the original film. Uh, it's very much got that feel to it, like the, mm. the the dog out of water, as we should say. This one um, that he doesn't quite fit, and that the dog's kind of the the, the anchor to to what the show's going to be.
2: Yeah, I will. I will watch it it's just a bit too soon for me to watch it so I'm not gonna watch it just just now um i did I did see though today um I think it might have been episode three of monsters at work yeah is that what it's called uh, it's three yeah yes is that the,
1: oh, four, is that, is that the bowling
2: one uh, no well okay let when I say I watch this I watched about five minutes of it so I don't know. <laughs> But it was the first time I'd got to see it because um, my son can't stand it. He used to love Monsters, Inc. when he was younger. And then at some point something switched. And now if you play Monsters, Inc., he, he runs. He runs away. So we've not been able to, to watch it. But my daughter has watched it with my wife um, when they've been able to, normally when I've been working. So I've not seen any episodes. This is the first time I saw it. But I was impressed with the animation.
0: It does look quite good. Yeah, like, given a yeah. juice. Considering it, it isn't Pixar,
2: yeah, and it and it clearly like it still doesn't look like the film, but yeah. it does look like the film at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 you can yeah. see it's made on a cheaper budget, but I think they've done quite a good job with that, considering um, yeah. you know that is a circumstance that it, it still looks good. Yeah. So and um, yeah, they. they my wife and daughter are big fans. They, they like the new characters, which is the most important part, isn't it, really? If you're going to create these new characters, you've got to make them yeah. uh, likeable. And, uh, yeah, they've all got new favourites. So they're obviously doing a good job. Yeah. And for, unlike Disney, there's a lot of merchandise out for it as well. I've seen toys everywhere for it, which is odd. Yeah. Normally you have to wait ages. not merchandise and
1: Jungle Cruise, probably.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll come, we'll come to that in just a second. Um, because uh and I I believe you saw this on the ship, Steve, but uh I know Cruella is uh coming yes. out at the end of August.
1: Yeah, we we hadn't seen it on Disney Plus, and um they had I didn't mention that they had Cruella and Black Widow on the cinema on the ship. We didn't see Black Widow, we didn't get time to watch that, but we did see Cruella, and I was I thought it was absolutely fantastic.
2: Oh absolutely brilliant. It has been the biggest shock for me this year mm. in how good it. Like I've seen it like three or four times. Um, not not all my own choosing, admittedly, but um, but I th- yeah I think it's a cracking, great soundtrack. I oh, think absolutely. Emma Stone's great. I, I like all the I like all the casting. I, I think everyone is cast really well in it, actually, yeah. um, and it's it's got a good story that you know kind of doesn't play as you kind of were probably expecting to much. Much better than, you know, things like Maleficent, I think, in, in capturing uh, an origin for the character.
1: Yeah, it's a great, great film.
2: Yeah. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, that's coming out on Disney Plus uh, at the end of August. So I think it's the 27th that comes out. Um, and that ties in
0: nicely to another story. Go on. Uh, oh.
2: The sewing of Disney. <laughs> Hell, you know what? I almost I almost ended this episode without, without even talking about it. So... It's been an odd few weeks, right? Because what? The last show, maybe the show before, we were talking about Scarlett Johansson producing a new uh Terror of Terror movie for Disney. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's gonna be interesting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's only getting more interesting by the day. Go on. Well, yeah. today her agent has now replied to Disney saying that they are appalled that they have attacked her character. Oh, <laughs>
2: so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's not looking good it's i tell you what it's a good job Saturday Night lives on hiatus at the moment yeah because uh for those that don't know she's married to uh colin jost who is uh the uh weekend update anchor on Saturday Night live and a, and a writer of the show uh i can only imagine the fun they'd be having uh with this story right now if that was actually on um And and the thing is, so to to fill you in if you haven't heard this, and if you haven't heard this, you're obviously living under a rock or something. Not The Rock, we will talk about him in a minute, Um, but A-Rock. Because, um, yeah, this is all to do with the release of Black Widow, the fact that it was supposed to be a cinema-only release. It obviously got a release on, on Premier Access as well. What was interesting, and I think plays more into this story now that we're talking about it, is the fact that we got figures for Black Widow that opening weekend yeah. for, for Premier Access, which we don't normally get, and it was odds that that you know Mulan they didn't announce it for Cruella, they didn't announce it for Running the Last Dragon they didn't announce it, but for Black Widow they did. You know, you know, we've made sixty million dollars through Premier Access this this yeah. opening weekend, which wasn't was about the same as the I can't remember the opening weekend was Black Widow now, but it was about that kind of domestic release, wasn't it? Yeah. About sixty. Not only, did,
0: not only did they announce the figures for the film, they also announced what she took home in her wage.
2: <laughs> oh, did they really? <laughs> yep. They oh, announced that. That she got
0: she got paid 20 million dollars up front for it. Yep.
2: Now <clears throat> I saw somebody on a wrestling film, ironically, where we were talking about this, um, kind of like taking the, the piss a bit saying, Oh well, you know. I'd like to get paid $20 million and not get the royalties for, you know, the the rest of the film. And I said, but if you are someone that lives on $20 million wages, right, that's obviously not something we can comprehend. Right. But then we don't have the lifestyles of those people either. Right. So it's all relative. Of course, it's an obscene amount of money, but if that's the world you live in and you've only got to look at like Johnny Depp, when they were going through all of his like wages and the amount of money that was going out to agents and security and nannies and all this kind of crap, Um, that, you know, it doesn't go very far when you're living those kind of lifestyles. So it, it, it probably does have quite a big impact, but you know what, even if it didn't have a big impact, it's the principle. You don't cut a deal to do a job and then the rules to be changed afterwards. And that's, that's what's happened here so she's clearly not getting the same share now disney have obviously been doing this with premier access for all their films but warner brothers you know announced last year that all of their big films this year were going to be going straight to hbo max um day and date with the cinema um for 30 days all those films you could watch for the first 30 days on hbo max before they were taken off and all of the people in those films affected got renegotiated yeah, So that they wouldn't, you know, I'm not saying they wouldn't miss out, but, you know, they would have some kind of, um, you know, something done with the 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 overall wage. So they weren't going to be missing out on all the uh, extra money they might have got for profit shares or, or whatnot. So I'm not really sure why Disney haven't done the same thing, except no. that they're just bastards, basically. <laughs> What else? I don't know how else to describe it. I I think this this situation only makes Disney look bad. I don't think it makes Scarlett Johansson look bad at all.
0: And the thing is, we haven't got the full story yet. We don't know what the deal is, whether she's getting paid a pittance from what they made on Disney Plus, whether she's getting anything at all or or what. So until we know that, we I can't tell who's right or wrong.
2: Well normally normally what happens in these situations is that you get an upfront fee. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because she was the producer or maybe she got it, you know, as part of her actress fee, whatever. But you normally negotiate a share of the box office. Yeah. So you might get 1% of the box office. Now, if that's what she's negotiated and that film had it just been released in cinemas and that was the only way to see it, made $600 million. And now it's only made. 200 million dollars because of the premier access thing well then she's lost out on that percentage yeah. that she would have been entitled to so that's where it really comes down to and we know with premier access that um disney take about uh no well actually no from premier access they take all the money yeah if they set it through an itunes or google or youtube or anyone like that i think they get about 70 percent of it yeah. I think so any money they make on premier access is going straight to Disney's pockets, all of it. Yeah. So, you know, if they were gonna do that, then the least they should have done is is turned around and gone, you'll get a share of this money.
0: Yeah. But there was um, there's also been talk that it's it's more due to the fact that the box office died after a week. It had a great opening week, and then after that, people weren't going to see it, so its box office fell away because people were buying it on Disney+. Plus. They'd well, watch it once in the cinema. i come back and go, oh, it's 20, 20 quid. I don't need to go and see it in the cinema again. I'll pay 20 quid and watch it whenever I want now.
2: Well, even if you're doing that, because the, the other problem as well, let's not pretend it's not an issue, is piracy. And as soon yeah. as a film has a digital release anywhere in the world... You can get a streaming copy of it if yeah. you know where to look. Yeah. So you know, I've been quite. I, I've, I've supported that Disney model, um, because I, you know, I think it was the right thing to do. So I paid for Mulan. I paid for Cruella, um I went to see Black Widow at the cinema, um, because I could at that point and I wanted to, but I totally get why people uh, aren't aren't doing so and and are just buying films on on Premier Access, but also black widow you could find copies of online you know the wednesday morning or the wednesday afternoon after it got released digitally so you know it's that that's the problem you get really um with this i mean fast and furious 9 has been out for about a month that's now available to stream in america so that is now also available on on the internet for people to find for free if they want to so that is where that becomes a problem because it's not just a premium access thing it's also that. And also, as well, cinema attendance has gone down in America because of the increase in COVID cases. Yeah. So that is also, we are still having that negative effect in general. So there's a, there's a whole combination of things. But I saw Feige wasn't happy.
0: With no, it. apparently not. He um, he doesn't agree. He felt that they should have been able to have done a deal with her rather than just releasing it. Yeah. Um, I think their their plan... Marvel wanted to have it released in the cinema and then two or three weeks later put it on Premier Access um, once the box office started to die down. But they just went ahead and released it on the same... Well, they didn't release it on the same day. They left two days between them.
2: And, and that's what Universal have done. Universal have been uh, releasing films and then... Um... Depending on how quickly it dies, it gets released on on VOD. So the the the, the latest Purge film, I think, was available to to buy on demand mm, yeah. two weeks after it came out of the cinema. But Fast and Furious, I think, was about five or six weeks. Yeah, because that still had a bit of legs in it. So yeah, uh, but but yeah, they they allowed it to try and breathe at the box office and then tried to sell it on on video on demand. So yeah. I think that the Disney model. I mean, Black Widow came out on a Wednesday in the UK and was on Premier Access on a Friday. So there yep. was a two-day window there, but it's still not much, is it? So. Again,
0: yeah. And uh, the reason why we brought it up at the same time, there's now talk that Emma Stone is also going to follow. So, and so over Crowella.
2: Yeah, and, and also rumblings that possibly Emily Blunt might also get involved in this. But yeah. that is unconfirmed Rockets, as of this recording. The
0: Rock has said he isn't, that yes. he agrees with what they've done. Which will then lead us into the next story.
2: Indeed. Um, so it's only me and Steve that have done this, but we have both managed to watch Jungle Cruise.
1: Yep, we have.
2: Uh, did you did you go to the uh the multiplex?
1: We did. We went on Saturday to York to, to see it.
2: Very nice. Very nice. I, I had to watch it at home, unfortunately. Yeah. Um I, I couldn't I was gonna go to the cinema and see it, but what normally happens is i have to go and see the film at the cinema so i can talk about it on the next podcast and then you know if, if they're lucky i might take the family to go and see it but because they just come back from holiday we decided to watch it at home with with dinner uh so that's what we did um but uh, yeah so so uh, so what did you think of jungle cruise
1: i enjoyed it um all three of us really enjoyed it it was just a an enjoyable summer blockbuster type film you know Pirates, you know, the movie that sort of film, and something you just want to go and sometimes sit down and not think about anything and just just enjoy a film for what it is. And yeah, that we all really enjoyed it. I thought that the, I thought that you know Dwayne Johnson was was great in it. I thought Emily Blunt was good. Jack Whitehall surprisingly liked him because I don't tend to like him normally, um, but I thought he was he was very good in it, um, and, and just generally just two hours just enjoying a, a decent movie um, it's not going to win any awards i'm sure but you know it was it was like a pirates of the caribbean sort of film i thought um not as good as the first pirates if i'm truthful um but probably better than a lot of the the ones that came afterwards And um, yeah i'm sure it'll i'm sure there'll be spin-offs i'm sure there'll be uh, sequels coming out of it um it leaves it open i guess uh, yeah I, I enjoyed it good decent film Seven
2: seven and a half out of ten I'd give it to me out. Oh good. Schools as well. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. That's, that's, uh, that's somebody who listens to this show. Um <laughs> and, and I yeah, one thing
1: that Nick is I I listened to your podcast. It was definitely made for 3D. You could tell that by by a lot of the film. All the you know, snakes and things come on the screen. It would have been good in 3D, but we didn't get that option, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna plug myself now. I've got a podcast called Walking Movies. Um which uh, is the lowest um, downloaded podcast that I do, but I get the most feedback on, so I love that. Um, And that will be available as of, um, well, actually, uh, as soon as this finishes recording, it actually gets released publicly. Steve got to listen to it early on the Patreon. Ah. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a 3D film. um, Mm. And there are are, are plenty of scenes where you can see it's supposed to be in 3D. Weirdly, uh, as I mentioned on, on that podcast, they only showed it in 4DX 3D. Where, where i am um in my local cinema which is awful because i don't know if you've ever seen a film in 4dx but the seats move oh, which is great not. you know because you get that extra dimension as if you're in a theme park ride or something but what it doesn't do is it doesn't always reset to where it should do so when you're watching a 3d film and suddenly it kind of like jerks back a little bit you're at the wrong angle to view it and it gets a bit blurry
1: mm-hmm.
2: So it's 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 not um it's not great for 3D but yeah it's it's a real shame they they haven't had a proper wide 3D release of it but um, some of the times I suppose um I really enjoyed it I thought it was uh, a good film I'll probably give it a similar score to you actually um probably give it about seven out of ten I, I it was better than I expected Jack Whitehall was the surprise to me because I like Emily Blunt and I like The Rock but I'm yeah. I can't say I'm a massive fan of Jack Whitehall generally but in this he was very good. And actually, my wife pointed something out, which is uh she thought he was acting very much like his dad. Oh, right. In this film. So they do a lot of kind of like travel shows and stuff like that. Um, and once you pointed that out, I kind of saw what she meant. But uh, yeah, he was surprisingly good. I was I was very uh impressed. Like the mummy, he's very much like the um the John Hanna character, yeah, I think in, in that film. Um like you're getting the mummy, but uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I, the thing I hated the most, though, considering the budget for it was 200 million dollars, is I thought some of the CGI was awful, and I thought a lot of it you could tell where they'd filmed it on a green screen, right? Because of the framing of it, like it, it just seemed very noticeable for me. And I thought for a film that clearly was made as a big budget. Uh, blockbuster i shouldn't be able to like look at a scene and go that's clearly f- being filmed in front of a green screen and animated in afterwards yeah. um so that i you know i thought there were some really shoddy effects at times but um i thought the story was good i it, it wasn't exactly what i thought it was going to be and so that's always a nice surprise and yeah. uh like you say it's it's a it's a kind of good old summer blockbuster that disney don't always do very well nowadays so um yeah fair fair play to them for that um yeah. you know if you get a chance to get it on on disney access i think it's it's worthwhile doing i think it is enjoyable and i think it's it's got some rewatchability for sure um but yeah i mean if corella is still my favorite live action disney film this year it hasn't it hasn't taken that uh yeah. crown away but different films you know different yeah. audiences i i get it but um yeah, going back to what you were saying, um Dwayne Johnson turned around yesterday, I think, and he said that they're having a production meeting this week to discuss mm. uh sequels. Yeah. So, I mean, they they were clearly planning sequels before that. I think they just had to wait for the the box office. Um it, it's not actually done that well. Um it, 60 million or something um i think it was i think it was about 40
1: yeah.
2: um but but it, it did i think i think it did about 40 but i think it did about another 20 odd million in premier access So i think that might have rounded it up to 60 in total but um the the, the box office was down generally um again i think it's a, a knock-on effect of covid so yeah. um that's that's the problem. And actually I saw today that there's a few studios now that have actually pulled their films from release in the next few weeks. Right. Really? Um, so either they think there's gonna be another partial close down or they can just see what's going on at the cinemas at the moment. And you know, if the jungle cruise isn't banking a huge uh, opening weekend, they're probably fearful their films are gonna do even worse. So um yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think Disney will be spooked, if I'm honest, that yeah. it's had a bit of a soft opening because of what's going on i think they're going to take all of this into account um so i don't i don't think we've got to worry there. i think there will be sequels and i'm i'm already looking forward to a sequel i think yeah. this is definitely uh, a franchise that you can see being spun out into into different things so uh yeah good yeah. good work good yeah. work other,
1: other good thing in, in the cinema was if you're a fan of the theme parks you could you know you pick up all these little nods to the actual ride and you can tell in the actual audience who's been to Disney World. You know, the, the laughs at certain points, um, picking up the little say the little nods to the ride and different parts of it, um, which which was quite good. You know, you, you could just tell there was you know, half a dozen or a dozen people there who obviously had been and ridden it a few times and, and could pick up all those little things
2: as well. Yeah, I think they did that very much like they did with the first Pirates, Yeah. Um, where they had bits, you know, like the dog with the keys and, and stuff yeah. like that. You had little bits, which if you got, you got, and if you didn't get, it didn't spoil the enjoyment. Didn't take it away yeah, yeah, I, I think they I think they balance that very well. Yeah, I agree with you there actually. Uh you'll definitely get a bit more out of it if you've been on a jungle cruise yeah. uh, attraction, but uh if you haven't, you know, you, you'll still get enough of, of the film. You won't lose out on anything so. Yeah. yeah. Um right. Well, I'm going to wrap this episode up because um we we could probably talk more, but it's uh, it's run long. And uh, you know, I hate I hate having to do that when there's guests on. So Steve, <laughs> thank you. <all> right. <laughs> well, thank you. And and thank you so much for coming on to talk about um the cruise. Um Anytime. I might have to uh go and see if they're still available, availability for worry, and just leave the kids at home. Um, but uh, no, thank you for coming on and talking about that. And obviously, thank you, Pauls, as always, for, for being no here problem. with me. And uh we will be back in two weeks with another disney parts and beyond uh next week there'll be a universal episode if you are into that and uh p dubs it's your time to shine in two weeks time when we talk about run disney
0: okay looking forward to it